This is the final bonus episode for our mid-season break. And I think it's a very special one. This is... How would you describe what this is? I'm sorry. I'm still sort of thrown. You didn't start with welcome to escape this podcast. So it makes it sound really serious. This is an escape this podcast. Oh, God. This well, is something completely different. Mm. And that's the point. So we have a Patreon. We, we, we've talked about this before. If you're supporting us on Patreon, thank you very much. Like really earnestly. And and if you can, it would it, like it means a huge amount to us. We 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 our patrons. This isn't really the whole help. episode, by the way. This no, is just th- there's relevant. something really special happening. You'll see the title. Um, and f- fun fact, right? We have enough people listening to the show that if every one of you signed up for the Patreon as five dollar a month donors, got all our bonus episodes, everybody listening to this signed up, we could be full time. We could just focus on podcasting, and it would just change our lives completely. Obviously, not all of you are going to give money. If half of you joined as ten dollar donors, we could <laughs> we could also go full time. Um, it would. I mean, we could. That's sort of the limit that we've thought of, right? Uh, that would hit the number that would be we could do this full time. It would be amazing, but obviously that that's not necessarily going to happen. But you know, what is it? Well, five dollars a month. That's that's the that's a cup of coffee a month. Just buy me a coffee a month and yeah. change my life. We we don't drink coffee, so, so change do my this life instead. Yeah. But look, obviously that's, you know, people give whatever they can give, whatever they want. There's absolutely no, there's no need to. We have... We, we just thought it was fun to put a calculation just, just on it. Put out, if you're thinking about it, if all of you did donate, we could just do this full time. We could, we could just create puzzles and games for everybody. But the other thing that we could do, we have a $500 a month goal at the moment on our Patreon, which is to create a second podcast. Now, for a long time... In our heads, that second podcast was a was a pure puzzle podcast. I think that's what it currently says, maybe on our Patreon. Yeah, it'd be about puzzles. Um, but here's the we, thing: we don't, I don't know. I don't know much about puzzles. <laughs> we don't. And then look, we we definitely could do it. And if it's something people want us to do, we can always we we could have three podcasts. But as we've been going along, we've been doing a set of bonus episodes, which you may have heard us mention, in which Danny takes public domain murder mysteries and turns them into playable adventures really it's not a system it's closer to i'll escape this podcast right up danny takes all of the facts present in an agatha christie short story or a or a edgar Allan poe short story and presents them to me as i discover them and i taking on the role of poirot or other french detectives solve the murders and they're really enjoyable and we've got a really good reception to them we've even had some people saying you should just you should just do that you could just do that and so we thought maybe we could just do that. Obviously, we don't want to take away from what we have on the Patreon. The, the concept of playing existing short stories written by the, the professionals, kind of, yeah, the, the heads of the you know Agatha Christie, the best crime writer in the world uh, in history. You know, we don't want to take away from that, and that would still be something that is Patreon exclusive. It's 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 a fun thing to do. But also, I've got a very very intelligent and talented wife. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh it's true and so we thought we didn't con- you didn't consult me about this part and we thought well why doesn't she just do them danny is a talented writer she's smart and she loves murder mysteries so we thought we can do the same show but with really complete original content and so this is our pilot our proof of concept experiment. our experiment to see whether a murder mystery put together by danny as a game for Bill to solve and play, is something that's interesting, valuable. Like if it's something that people Feasible. want to hear. 
feasible. I think it could be wonderful and it could be a, a, a good way to produce a second show, completely separate from Escape This Podcast, you and me solving crimes, right? Well, you're, I'm not you're solving causing crimes. crimes. You're murdering people yeah, and I'm solving well. crimes. But we're just going to give it a try. This is going to be our episode. I don't know how long it's going to be. Not a clue. It might take five minutes. I have never done this before. It is before. a proof of concept. Now, we're going to give it a try. And it may work and it may not. If you enjoy this, the best way that you can tell us that you enjoyed it is helping us reach the goal that makes the podcast a reality. Signing up for a dollar, for five, for a hundred, for a hundred. Thank you so much for signing up for $400 a month. It means a huge amount to us. Thank you. You've really... Sign, that is the the most effective way that you can make this podcast a reality if you like this idea. It wouldn't take away from Escape This Podcast. We'd still be doing our weekly release schedule and, and all of that. We'd just be overloading ourselves and doing a lot. If you can't, but you do think it's a good idea, we still would love to hear from you. We would love to hear you send us an email, send us a tweet, tweet about it to say that you enjoyed it because we don't know whether people will enjoy it. I think they will. I know I will. But yeah, so hopefully this is fun as a proof of concept for what is going on. Next week, we will be back with our first episode of season five. And it's going to be an exciting one. We have a very big guest for you to start season five. So if you are excited, start tweeting about it now to everybody. Tell the world, tell everyone that we've got this spectacular guest coming because first episode of season five will star... Neil Patrick Harris. Like, for real. Like, actual Neil. Like, like he, we're not being The pumped. real one. Like, you know, he sent us an email to say, I'd love to be on your show, and we said, nah, sorry, Neil. We're too busy. And that just made him want us more. And he, we just, we drew him in. <laughs> we played hard to get. No, uh, Neil Patrick Harris will be on the show. It, it's phenomenal. He's spectacular. So get excited for that. It's a very fun way to start the next season. All right, Danny. <sighs> now that we've got them all excited for the next episode. Yeah, now, we, now we've got to do this thing that's see, totally different from our real works. podcast. I have written let's on the top out. of my page mm-hmm. for notes an original murder mystery. All right. Well, I have called mine Who Done It Lab. Who Done It Lab. It's not the mystery of the missing medicine. We'll work on it. You know, we'll titles t- aren't we my a, We need a title by the end of this. All right. Who Done It Lab. I'm making a prediction now. It was a Labrador that did it. That's why it's, she's titled it that way. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's start this with a phone call. Got a ring, ring. It's it's for you. <clears throat> Hello. Oh uh, yes. Hi. This is Inspector Simba. Um, you do know that these will all become canon. So if you're not happy with his name being Simba, you better come up with a new name. <laughs> Simpkins. Look, uh, we'd really Simpson? we'd really like you down on the scene for this one. Uh, it's a group of young research scientists. Turns out they were about to deliver a big presentation, the biggest of their career, as they say. They came in early into the lab to prepare, practice their speeches, and uh, they walked over to a lake for some special lunch, came back, and then the lead scientist, um, Dr. Caden Fletcher is his name, uh, he, he went into his office and never came out. And when the rest of the group grew curious, they went into his office together and they found him collapsed on his desk. Now, just from our cursory observations, it looks like an overdose, but we don't see no signs of drugs in the office or on his person. And we suspect there may be poison at play. Yeah, interesting. I'm French. 
Oh no, we said we'd workshop this. And I said veto. Hey, I'm Vito. And then hey, that hey, happened. Hey, I'm Vito. All right, okay, that's good to know. I'm Detective Vito. Because uh, Danny vetoed my French accent. I'll just look, I'll be, sh- I'll be sh- I'll workshopping different detectives. Yeah, I, can't, gotcha. I can't draw from an existing canon of characters now, so we've got to create our own. See, I think I'm in the worst position because what do I do? Do I have to create a different accent for each character like I do when I'm game mastering our do. tabletop game? Of course you do. And you need to rethink the name Inspector Simba. <laughs> So we'll get... I can't help it. Some people have names. If you're listening to this and you have an idea for a fun detective name, tweet at us. We will we will name the detective, not the detective, the inspector, and other characters based on tweets that you tweet at us with the hashtag escape this murder. If you know you tweet with the hashtag escape this murder and you have any suggestions for character names, the name of Inspector Simba, because we need to fix his name, tweet at us. We will take our names from you, the audience. Listening uh, right now, but for now, it's Vito. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Su- I'm pretty sure that you've just resigned him to his name becoming Inspector Pumba, but whatever. Don't tweet us that its name is Inspector Pumba. Okay, so you you say you say. Look, this- it will really be better for all of us if you just come down here. Okay, I'll hang up. <laughs> I get in the car. So you say it's a that- thirty-five minute drive. <sighs> I'll just put on an episode of Escape This Podcast. Welcome to Escape This Podcast, the show about... Oh, God. Uh, okay, so I get there. And I, 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 I assume he looks like a baby lion of some kind? No. Oh. So you turn up this lab. It's part of a big research facility where the rooms or the labs get rented out on long-term basis, basis for researchers. Researchers. There are two adjacent biology labs, and one of them has been leased to this team. What to Caden Fletcher specifically? Are those two separate buildings, or one building with two labs in it? One building with two labs in it. Okay, and one has been leased to Caden Fletcher's team. I've written Caden yep. Caden Fletcher. Yes, that's right. My notes for that conversation earlier was that there's a presentation from some research scientists. They went out to lunch. Caden Fletcher collapsed in his was went to his office. The students found him like student the students right They're like his PhD students yeah found him collapsed in his office chair looks like an overdose the police suspect poison pretty much and that's why they've called me veto on the scene okay i say hey inspector it is me veto why you call me down here on this this, the day of my daughter's wedding i've come down as a gift as a favor to you that i am granting you on this most auspicious of days days. (laughs) now you tell me is this good podcasting audio? Is this a voice? Am I just Farmer? Am I Farmer <laughs> McClegg from season three of Escape This Podcast? Ah, who knows? But what I'm saying to you is, you say that there are some research scientists. Uh, do, how many How many student PhD students are here? Uh, all right, so you walk in, you can get a good look around. So first of all, do you have a bag with you? No. Okay, good. Just because the first thing you see, there's like a little cubby for bags because they're not allowed on the lab floor. I put my... Shoes? Shoes there. Okay. That's my, my character, that's against the rules. My character doesn't wear shoes inside. I mean, that's against the rules of a lab too. You have to be wearing closed shoes, but whatever. Don't worry. I have a separate pair of clean shoes that I put on when I go inside for people who would prefer I wear shoes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so <laughs> uh, you take a look and in this lab, besides the officer Simba who is there, there are... Smoking a pipe? Four people. 
we got to build these characters up. What I do, disagree. What does he look I like? I think we need to set the scene yes. right, that is people. outside the characters. Cool, there are four people there. Uh, so in this lab, you've got your front benches that have computers and video microscopes and all that techie stuff. And then the back benches, which are bare, presumably where all the messy stuff gets done. And then at the back, there's all the shelves of glassware and other things, uh, a sink and a shower, and a door that you assume leads to Caden Fletcher's office. So, yeah, there are two men and two women in this team. One of them, one of the men, is just sort of scrolling on one of the computers. Another one is sitting in the back corner, just listlessly washing test tubes. One of the women is sitting at the back bench and just picking at the paint with her nails. And another one is just spinning side to side in a chair. Uh, I approach the woman messing with her nails. Who's picking at the paint. Sorry, I think I interpret that as picking the paint off her nails, which is picking oh. at the paint with her nails. Yeah, picking well, at the case, paint I'll, on the bench. In that case, I'll go talk to the woman who's spinning on the chair. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I'm here with the with the police. I, what was your name, Madame? Um, Alice. Hi. Uh, are you like a detective or something? I am the greatest detective cool. in the greater Toronto area. Good for you, I guess. She she has those glasses on that can flip between long distance and reading, and she just starts sort of flipping between them, looking at you, trying to decide which one will work better. Would you prefer I stood further away? No, no. I mean, do do whatever you want. I don't. You were one of Caden <sighs> Fletcher's students, were um, you not? Yep, yep. I was in charge of statistical analysis for the project. Interesting, interesting. Uh, were you there when they found the body? Uh, yeah, we all were. Um, like, do do you want me to tell you? Like, I I I just got kind of worried. He was in there for a while, and I said, "Hey, what's going on? Do you think he's all right?" And we all went into a check. And all of, we all being who? Oh, sorry. Um, all four of us. So there's me. There's Helena. There's Ray, and there's Pete. Now, for the ease of my notes, is Ray the one on the computer or the one in the test tubes? A computer. I'll just write their names in my notebook and then flip it back and put it in my pocket real cool. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Now, you were at lunch when the incident took place? Um, well, not exactly, so, (gasps) like... An inconsistency. A contradiction. Okay, so, like, um... Today we came in to do like some last minute things like Pete had a freak out yesterday and thought we weren't ready. So we came in special this morning to make sure that we could practice everything. Um, So we did that and it all went great. So then we went out to the lake to have some celebratory lunch and milkshakes. And then we came back again to do just the last minute touches, finishing typo, uh, fixing typos and whatever. And Caden was in his office the whole time. So, sorry, what was that at the start there? Pete suggests they come in and then uh, why were they celebrating? Well, what went Because every, everything just went well. What were you uh, coming in to do this morning? Sorry, sorry. I, I thought you knew more than you do. So um, we're at the end of our five-year research grant. Uh, we're right at the end. We're about to do our presentation to see if we can get like full professional funding for this. And so that was meant to be this afternoon, this big presentation for all of the big wigs and you know pete pete sorry i better say this so he doesn't hear he's kind of a nervy guy he had a bit of a panic last night when we were finishing work he 
I don't know, thought something was wrong, thought we weren't ready. Probably Ray. Um, sorry. Ray's known for screwing up a little. Ah, even I've heard of Ray's screw-ups. They reach even the ears of me, the greatest detective in all of Westchester. Um, so, yeah, Pete went to Caden's office and then Caden went in there and talked to him and I guess he was having a freak out and Caden came out with him and said, okay, everyone, uh, last minute, final practice session tomorrow morning. I thought you said Pete suggested coming in this morning. No, no, uh, he just had the freak out that precipitated it, I guess. So Caden suggested you come in. Oh, yeah, it was definitely him. I mean... I guess I don't know for certain. Maybe Pete suggested it, but they were in his office. Pete was, from what I understand, freaking out. Then they both came out and Caden said, okay, we're going to do a final practice thing. Okay. Now, this this Mr. This Dr. Fletcher. Yeah. How well do you know him? Uh, quite well, I'd say. I mean, we've worked together for a while. Um, I like, like, it's been five years of this research and... I, I, I like doing like team bonding activities and that sort of thing. We go out to lunch and for milkshakes and things quite a lot. Frosty chocolate milkshakes. Oh, I, I like them. Stop taking my jokes as serious interactions. Oh, sorry. Um, Alice, they were asides to the audience. I thought that detective stuff was serious. Sorry. Nothing is serious except for death and taxes. Ben, Frank- ha, ha, ben Franklin ha. said that. Um, okay, thanks, Alice. Um, and no, you know, he, in those five years, you haven't had any enemies of Caden bar- barging oh. in saying, you stole my research and I will destroy you for it. Five <laughs> years from now, I will poison um, you at your desk. And nothing like that? Definitely not. Okay, no, 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 no professional rivalries that you know of with... Between Dr. Caden and Dr. Poison Man? Oh, well, I mean, I guess Dr. Romano and he aren't exactly friends, but, like, they never really had any barge into each other's office yelling at each other or anything. Uh, She just works in the other lab and, you know, they think each other's research is dumb. And what is her research in? Uh, Something pretty similar in, like, we, we both do work in plastic degradation. Interesting, interesting. But obviously she goes about hers in quite a different way. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't like Caden's stuff. Caden doesn't like her stuff. Enough to murder him? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Sure. That's, I mean, this is all stupid, but yeah, that's that's pretty stupid. Okay, thank you, Alice. You can, d- 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 don't leave town. Understood. Uh, I'm going to talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Let's go talk to Ray. All right, so he's the one sitting at the computer. Yep. He's he's not actually like typing or anything. He's just sitting there staring at the screen, scrolling up and down. Okay. Poor Ray. He's so he's so sad. He's just listlessly scrolling around. I say, "Hey, Ray. How are you?" Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's me. Hey. Oh. Um. You're you're like a you're the detective, yes. right? Yeah. Hey, Some got, call me Vito. Some call me John. John's. Why would John be my detective name? Some call me Simba. I'm Detective Simba, not to be confused with Inspector Simba. No relation. Oh. Uh, so, can you tell me you 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 were here all day? You you saw you were here for the incident. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, sort of, like, happening there, as far as we know. So I wasn't in there. Who discovered the body? We all did. So you, you, you went in together. Who was first in the room? Um, I mean, like, seriously, Alice said, ooh, something's going on. Uh, maybe, maybe, is everything okay in there? And all four of us stood up and walked to it. I opened the door. You were first in the room. Well, I'm, I don't even know if any of us went in the room. Like, I opened the door, swung the door open, and we saw him fallen on his desk. Why did Alice think something was wrong? He'd been in there for a while, I guess, and... Did she seem urgent at the time, or was, it, was she just like, Hi, I'm Alice, something's wrong, then maybe, who knows? I don't know, maybe she was worried about him and stuff. He's He's been a little off lately, I guess. In what way? Like he's been poisoned? Slowly, for days? No. Did you do it? No. I apologise. I apologise for that outburst. I mean, no, I look like just a little sadder than usual. I mean, you're still happy about stuff to do with the project and all, but yeah, I don't know. Call it Ray's intuition. I won't. Thank you. In fact, I'm going to write here in my notes. I'm going to write just, uh, just I hope you're watching this. I'm going to write Ray's intuition. Right, here we are. Look, Ray's intuition. I'm just going to cross it out. I'm just going to put two crosses to it. So I, I know that that's not what I'm thinking. That's very hurtful, dude. Well, you shouldn't have come up with such a dumb thing to say, Ray. <laughs> you can't just... You can't just what, this is a tea. Sorry, I, I apologise, Ray. Um, so, Ray... That's very big of you. I appreciate it. Now that we're friends, can you tell me the real secret? Who did it? Ah. Uh. Damn. Uh, so you were all together at lunch? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did any of you, were you together the whole time at lunch? How long were you out there? Jeez, that's that's a really hard question. Um, okay, so... Oh, we came in this morning at nine-ish. <laughs> know what I mean? Wink. Um, right. This is serious. Right, right, sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, we did our practice, went well, and then... What we, were you practicing? The speech? Yeah, yeah. And so we then walk to the lake. It's like 10 minutes away. Uh, we start, There's just a little, you know, man in a van sort of hot dog thing. So mm-hmm. got some hot dogs. And then we went to the Cafe Conlay's terrace for milkshakes. Oh, what, which cafe? Uh, cafe Conlay. Cafe Conlay. You must have seen it on your way How here. How do you spell that? Huh? What do you mean you don't know? How do you know the name? It's always written somewhere. Well, yeah, I've seen it lots of times. I don't pay attention. The way it sounds. <laughs> how, does it, how does it sound again? Conlay. Conlay. It's one word. I'll tell you that. I'm sure it's a real clue. <laughs> Cafe Conlay. Yep. Go on, please. Continue your recount. You're saying that... Please this, continue your recount. This tragedy that happened today... Is that something to do with the name of a cafe that has been so named for many years? Look, sometimes I forget when I'm not doing escape rooms. Ah, gotcha. Continue with your testimony. Oh, was there more to it? Um, you, asked you said you went to Cafe Conlay. You got a hot dog. How long did, did, did you, were you together, all four of you, the whole lunch? 
No one slipped out to go to the bathroom, commit a murder? Oh, well, I mean, for the hot dogs, like we were all together. We didn't like sit down or anything for that. Mm. We just ate them as we walked to the cafe. And then we sat on the outdoor terracey thing in front of the lake at the cafe. Um, we, the guys, paid for the hot dogs, so the girls paid for the milkshakes. So, you know, they went inside to order them. Frosty chocolate milkshakes, yes. Ugh, gross. <gasps> Wait, Alice said they were frosty chocolate milkshakes. Oh, she likes chocolate. Ah, oh, okay, of course. You don't like chocolate? Uh, not, not in milkshake form, Must no. Must be the killer. Oh, jeez. Now, just... Uh, if you can think back to earlier in the day, did any of your compatriots sort of, you know, do something that was quite difficult and then turn to you and say, oh, this preparation, it's murder, and then look sort of winky and then maybe go, <laughs> and you didn't think anything of it at the time? Yeah, i got to be honest, man. That sounds like every day. Okay. Serial killer. I'll just write serial killer in my notes. Um. Okay, thank you, Bray. And why did you come in today? What do you mean? Why were you in today? Because the presentation and is... Into the, in, is into the evening. Why did you come in so early today? Because we had to practice. Surely you were ready. No, I mean... <laughs> you, you don't have to tell me. My speech is already written. Hella, Helena helps me out a good deal with the speechy part. I just do what she says. I'm, the, I, I'm just the daughter entry guy. Cool. Now, if you look in my notes here, Ray, I've just written useless next to, next to your name. Oh. Just thought you'd like to know. I'm not crossing that one out. Wow. Okay, thank you, Ray. This isn't the way I thought these things went. Oh, like, and one more what thing. Ha- what happened to customer service? <laughs> uh, and one more thing. Mm. Did you do it? What? Uh, did you do it? No, I just told you. Helena did. Of course. Thanks, Ray. Uh, let's go talk to Helena. All right. Who's scratching the paint off her nails with with some nails that she pulled out of the wall, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. She pulled some nails out of the wall and she's using to scratch yeah. the paint off her own nails. She's just that one that teachers sort of hate because, yeah, just right in the corner. Because she kills them. <laughs> teachers hate her. She murders them with poison. Yeah, she's just sort of picking at the paint in the corner, which is just so easy to not do. And so annoyingly <laughs> obnoxious. It feels like a personal issue that you have with someone. <laughs> you know, it's just like that thing that kids do. Like they just draw on something mm. or whatever. And you just say, why did you do that? And they say, uh-huh. All right. So Helena is a baby child. Um, I'll just try. I'll just try. I'll just try one last voice. Mm. Just real quick for Helena. I'll say, <clears throat> hello, Helena. How are you? Are you a good student? Good. Excuse me. So um, that, that was my. That was my. Um, <coughs> sorry, that was my assistant detective, Patrick Copus. He's a small baby boy. Uh, I apologize for the for his outburst. Oh, I'm sorry, Mister Vito. I'll never do it again. I'll just sit back, okay. should I? Yeah, I've got this guy. I've got this. Now, Patrick, I told you. <laughs> now, Patrick, a gentleman <laughs> never interrupts. Yeah, why isn't that your detective? Okay, that can be my That's detective. a voice <laughs> I can handle. Hey, here you go. I will be that detective if I'm also allowed to have a Patrick Copus. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the tr- price you pay. I will pick that as my detective voice if I'm allowed to have a Patrick Copus. Can you cope with that? All right, let's go. Now, Helena. Ooh, a puzzle. Sorry, Helena. Excuse me. I must go so... No, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. Um, uh, Helena. Just so you've got a bit of an appearance on Helena. She's, yep. you know, pretty short. She's pretty thin. Um, her hair is entirely shaved. In like a sick 
cancer patient kind of way or like a no. cool like rocker punk kind of way or just like she likes shaving her head no yeah no that either it's In a little bit messy way. it's it's just been wait, shaved <laughs> it's just, helena yeah yeah um okay my my turn <laughs> cool cool Helena, please. This is a serious affair. I know, I know. A gentleman never makes yeah, light yeah. Cool. Of, of a murder. You want, you want, what do you want? Times, you want dates, you want motives. Ooh, I know them all. Uh, uh, please, I, no, that'd be great. That'd really help my investigation. Uh, look, sorry, I'm messing with you. You just had such a serious face on. I, like, I'll tell you what I know, but. Would it help if I were the less serious? Nope. Okay, good. Um, Now, Helena, uh, you witnessed the did you find were you there when you saw the body today the oh incident? yeah we all went in there Ooh, i mean it wasn't grisly or anything i guess it could have been much worse it could have it could have been splattered all over the walls ew thanks some poisons do that helena uh-huh you're a biologist aren't you helena uh-huh what do you know about poisons uh, that they exist, that they bind oh, to stuff. Oh, she knows about poisons. Yeah, they bind to stuff. You know, mm. they're just chemicals. It's just some chemicals happen to kill you. As Paracelsus says, <laughs> everything's a poison. The <laughs> poison is in the dosage. I mean, yeah, some things are just poison, but sure. <laughs> some things, just poison. <laughs> Cyanide, mean, just, just poison. You know what? You see a jar that's labelled poison, it's probably poison. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. I thought so. Good, good. You can be my deputy. Get out of here. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll see you later. Oh, I'm going home. My parents bought me a donkey. Nah. That's all right. He's he's probably uh, he, he's he'd probably be better at this sort of thing than me. Well, so. I'm back. I'm back on case. Me, Patrick Copus. I'm back. Yeah, go for it. Um. <laughs> uh, so Helena, mm. um, you don't mind if I call you Handbasket, do you? Oh, it's not my name. Okay. Now, Helena, um, what do you know about Pete? What about him? I mean, he's a dude. That That's him over there. Just don't, 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 point, the don't, don't, don't let him know that we're talking oh, about Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. What, is he like the lead suspect? Yes. Okay. <laughs> why not? Sure, um, why not? Now, uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. He's a nice guy. He's good at stuff do you know why you came in this morning to practice i mean yeah and surprise surprise like uh okay so ray was doing something on the computers and he had some sort of problem and he asked pete for help pete said it was all fine but then he went into caden's office and i gotta tell you he didn't say anything he's very quiet pretty sure he was having a panic attack and so Caden came back and went into his office and comforted him or whatever. And then I guess whatever Ray had screwed up, it made Pete think that we weren't ready for today. So called an emergency meeting. Caden came out and organized an emergency practice session. Yeah. Did you write Ray's speech for him? Ugh. I mean, look, that's kind of my position. I'm the report writer, essentially. Like everyone tries to do their own stuff when it comes to the things like speeches to talk about their own bits but everyone's kind of crap like writing is my thing all right so i i fix this stuff i don't write them i just do you a fix. lot of fixing hmm, fixing 
with writing and poison, of course. Um, so <laughs> you get you. There'll be a trend, I mean... Danny. There'll be a trend, Danny, of me accusing a lot of these yep. people. So just don't punish me for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you did it. It was you. I'm Patrick Copus. I hope he. I hope he doesn't mind being a character in both of our mm-hmm. podcasts. But there we are. Um, uh, this could have been our smart, sophisticated podcast, Billy. Well, I'm sorry. I'll be more smart, sophisticated. <clears throat> and now, Helena, do you believe that there's... A labour crisis a in America labor... today. Well, there's some poison in my professor. I put it there. As a... uh, uh... Our only example of sophisticated <laughs> No, you're only Simpsons example. Quirks. You went there. I just followed you. Um, uh, so... Um, I don't know if I have anything else to ask, Helena. Uh, lunch, you were all together all throughout lunch? Um, more or less, yeah. So we walked down together, got the hot dogs. Oh, not hot dogs, they were canopy sandwiches and you had champagne. Ew, might have Because it's fancy, it's a fancy <laughs> podcast, a highbrow fancy podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, so hot dogs, mm-hmm. definitely hot dogs. Yes. Sorry. Um, yeah, from we Cafe all... Conley, right? Uh, no, 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 no. The hot dogs are from just the oh, you're right. from... a van vendor. Who was the van vendor? Did uh-huh. he look like a murderer? No, not at oh, all. I'll, I'll just count it in. I'll, tra- uh, yeah. I'll trust you, Helena. Yeah. Um, and then we went to the cafe, mm-hmm. sat on the terrace. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like looks out on the lake. It's all outdoors. Yeah, you like yeah. walk in, sit down somewhere on the terrace. And I then know. if you go to get drinks, you walk inside. I know Cafe Conley, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, then... I got the first round of milkshakes and Alice got the second round. Okay. Two so rounds. So I guess I was, I mean, there were lots of witnesses, but I suppose when we went in, we were technically on our own. Interesting. But only for, what, a minute? Not enough time to run back to the lab, quickly poison someone. Oh, definitely not. Everyone okay, would have, we would have also had to walk past the... Other lab people on the terrace to do that. Okay, good to know, good to know. Uh, well, I think that's all for the moment, Helena. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go talk to Pistol Pete. All right. Uh, he's not washing anymore. He's just sort of sitting. He looks like he's waiting for it to be his turn by now. How are you, how are you dealing with this, with, with this, with this whole thing, Pete? Uh, it's a pretty intense incident. I'm just thinking this, this, this is, it's okay if I say something a little bit insensitive right like obviously it's all sad and everything like that yeah don't look at me like that please what do you want to say no no Pete? no look i i, I can I'm see i'm a impossible young boy p what are you gonna tell me no yeah i can see the way you're narrowing your eyes like that i don't want to say it it's okay no please say it. look I'll, I'll wipe my eyes oh god that's much worse <laughs> please say it <laughs> i'm just I, I moved here from a really long way away to mm-hmm. to be part of this project. Of course. And it was just about to finish. Mm-hmm. And and now what? It's just, it's gone. It's just done. And No, you have five years of research. But just give the speech. You're fine. We can't. It's Caden's project. It's under his name. Everything, like all of the donations and things and the, you know, the funding, what do you call it? The grant. Great. It was all... Under him, we are nobodies. That is pretty sad, Pete. I, I understand. That's pretty sad. What am I going to have to go back to farm town? You might have to go back to Farmton. Yeah, I should put in my notes from Farmton. 
Um, Pete, before you... Yesterday, yes, I believe it was yesterday, if I remember the timeline correctly, you went into Caden's office. Um, yeah, yeah. Ray that... had done something, something had happened with Ray? Um, yeah, uh, he called me over, he asked if I remembered some sort of details about some of the raw data that we used for the last thing. Um, I... I don't know, but, like, I, I didn't really notice because typing out the raw data is Ray's business, but, oh, they caught me off guard. I mean, we're giving the presentation today, and he might have gotten something wrong. I mean, what are we going to do? Uh, how do we fix that? We've got no time. That's the raw data. If there was something wrong with the raw data, then we've got to fix all of the adjusted data. We've got to redo the calculations. Yeah, We've got to fix the grass. Hey, it's right. Breathe. So. Did you fix that this morning? Uh, apparently there was no problem after all. Why was there no problem? What happened? I don't know. Ray just remembered wrong or something. He just saw something. He went, hey, does that look right? Okay. Apparently it was right. And so you, you had a talk with Caden, Caden in his office yesterday? Um, yeah, I just I, I went into his office to be alone for a bit and then Caden, um, he came back in after a while and I said that I was worried and he said that he'd triple-checked everything but if we were still worried anyway, we could practice tomorrow. And then we both went out of the office and he said, that's that, practice tomorrow. Interesting. Which, which was this morning. I'm, just, God, I'm really labouring on this thing. I hope it's in any way relevant. <laughs> um, okay, thanks, thanks, Pete. Now, and you all went to lunch. You were all together, hot dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah, etc. Um, you put it well. Uh, hot who, dogs, etc. Now, who 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 suggested checking on Caden? Uh, probably Alice. Uh, probably Alice. You don't remember? Sounds like her. Think back, Pete. Yes, it was Alice. Thank it you. Was definitely Alice. Do you know? Did she seem worried at the time? A little. I mean, it's the light sort of worry, I guess. Oh, I get it. Well, what do you mean? What do you get? Oh, no, no, no. Um, he'd been a bit funny, uh, like just mood wise. Oh, of course. Um, I think he he and Alice were, you know, a bit of a thing for a while. Interesting. That can't be above board with the ethical committee. I mean, it's no, it's not like he's a teacher and she's a student. It's just he's the senior researcher. I don't know, I don't know about like, ethical committees. I'm just a lowly detective. I'm pretty sure. With my young ward. No problem with it. They they were subtle anyway. I I'd be surprised if the others noticed. Interesting. Um, Interesting. But uh, okay, yeah, they they went for a walk yesterday afternoon. Interesting. Like that's what he was coming back from when I said he came back into his office. Interesting. He, you don't reckon she broke up with him, right? Or he broke up with her? But it could be. I, I really, it's not my place to say. I'm but a mere detective. He, yeah. So he'd been a bit down lately. Maybe they were having secret relationship problems. I don't know. Uh, may not be relevant. I don't know. Like that's how that breakups happen. Of course. Of course. What do you know about Dr. Romano? Does uh, everybody love them? Um, well, it's a she. I know that much, so mm. it's not the Romano you're thinking of. Hey! <laughs> I'm going to poison you. <laughs> hey, poison. 
Oh, Deborah, get the poison. Why? You're doing a funny head wiggle. <laughs> uh, yeah, she seems pretty tough, but pretty competent, I guess. Mm-hmm. Her thing is totally different from our thing. Like, her experiments are way different. They've got the same, like, titles. Biological plastic degradation, but totally different stuff going on. So, don't really have much to do with her. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, fight over parking spaces, maybe. That's about it. Mm, of course, of course. All right, thank you, Pete. Um, yeah, yeah. Anything else interesting about the day of the murder? Or death, death? Could it just be death? Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think you'd need to, like... Prompt you with some relevant little, information? A little bit. My head's kind of all over the place right now. All right, take a break. Take, yeah, take yeah. Just sit, relax. Mm. Drink this coffee. Patrick? He whips out a coffee gotcha. out of his backpack. Mm. He's got a percolator, whatever going back on his backpack constantly. Okay. Here you are. There's a coffee for you for me, Patrick Copis. What time do you think this is going to go to? Well, it's going to go to midnight. Mm-hmm. We're going to have hours and hours of, of this yep. investigation because I'm taking so long questioning these witnesses. Mm. Uh, can I check out the scene of the crime? Murder. Yeah, absolutely. So you take a look inside Caden Fletcher's personal office. Mm-hmm. Office is small. It's got a giant desk, giant bookshelf, but they've sort of been crammed in there. They don't fit. Fletcher probably just brought them from some other lab that he'd had yeah. at some other time. Um, his body, I don't know, do you reckon it had been removed already? No, it's still there. Body's still there. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's just slumped over beside his computer keyboard. Nothing looks particularly out of place. It doesn't look like there's been a struggle or anything. Bookshelf is full of biology books. Uh, desk has various folders, lots of papers, that sort of thing. And up on his computer screen are the slides for the group presentation. His USB is plugged into the computer. Okay. Um, I, the body, I mean, I don't know. I have no medical expertise. No, I'll just leave the body. As <laughs> far as you can tell, there is nothing <laughs> that you will gleam from the body itself. Sure. Let's just say it's been removed. Okay. <laughs> that makes it easy. I don't feel as bad. All right. I don't feel as bad. Um. Can I uh, check on the computer if there's yeah. anything? First, I'll flick through the presentation. If it just looks like a presentation, that's fine. Oh, yeah. Your scientific knowledge is not second atrocious. To none. But second to none. I'm a Sherlock. I'm a Holmesian detective. I know everything. Yeah. You don't see anything terribly out of place. They're now, quite happy results. Now, Patrick, you watch the door while I rummage through this dead man's things. You can gather what they are researching. Well, um, so they're researching plastic degradation. Plastic degradation specifically like inside... People, you know how everyone eats 20 kilograms of plastic over their lifetime, that sort of stuff. They want to degrade that? Yeah. What pointless research. You look at a plastic degradation and you, to, to stop people eating plastic? That, we're not the problem. That's not the issue here. But it is a health problem. Yeah, but who cares? Let's degrade plastic in the oceans. For- really? I mean, yes. That's what Bianca Romano is studying. I'm supporting Romano's <laughs> research. Really? You guys are You losers. don't think that there is something important oh, health-wise oh, about oh, people getting sick from oh, having accidentally oh, ingested oh, plastic over plastic. their lifetime? Oh, I lost my spoon in my belly. I lost my spoon in my belly. Oh, no. You know there are microplastics in the water we drink. <laughs> My belly spoon, I lost it. I was eating with a little plastic spoon and I swallowed the whole thing. Yeah, oh, right no. now, you are being one of those people who says, oh, the human body needs iron. What are we made of nails? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there anything on the USB? Can I open up what's in the USB? 
Uh, yeah, so he's got the presentation, current version, about five mm. different old drafts and five years worth of raw data. Oh, okay. Is, oh, oh maybe I'll show it to Ray at some point, I don't know. Okay, draft, and, and there's nothing interesting there that I can see. No, it's just work stuff. It looks like work stuff. Okay. Um, hey, it's not going to be one of those things where I say, you examine the five years of raw data yeah, yeah. scrolling through it and you see wrong. one thing that's not a number after all. <laughs> he's highlighted a cell and added a comment, murder? Mm. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the books are books. This isn't an escape room. I'm looking for puzzles. Um, I go off and I talk to Inspector Simba. Okay. See what you've made me do? Uh, what's the problem? You're sure? Have you solved it yet? No, I haven't solved it yet. Well, you'd better get a move on. Our justice system, we've only got three days to find a killer. Any any cool info for me? <laughs> I wasn't even meant to be here. <laughs> what? I'm negative one days from retirement. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll get home. Oh, thank Retire. you. This is your scene now. All right, get out of here. All right, Simba's gone. <laughs> Forever. Thank God. <laughs> To the next case. <laughs> I couldn't retire. I'm Simba. You know, I was once king of the jungle. The African jungle for some reason. Stop stealing my character, Billy. <laughs> oh, look at me. Stop I'm it. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to take over this case. Now you go home, Bill. Okay, sure, yeah, I'll head off. Oh, but don't wait. Keep Patrick Copas. Pat- yeah, Patrick Copas can stay with me. I'm, I'm Inspector Simba. He's going to take a while. No, stop before you find away. I've got a mystery to solve. Um, okay, interesting. I'm going to go next door and talk to Ray Romano. Sure. I knock on the door. We're closed. No, I'm just kidding. This Open up, it's the police. Whoa, okay, okay. Man, this isn't even a shop. Like, come in. It's a lab. Just don't touch anything and you'll be fine. <laughs> I open the door with all those little ding bells. <laughs> oh, you said this wasn't a shop. Uh, yeah, I. Is something going on next door? Uh, I am uh, Dr. Bianca Romano. Bianca, I have terrible bone chilling news. <laughs> Caden Fletcher. <laughs> Sorry, that's... Uh, He's dead. He's in his office, dead what? right now, poisoned. Wait, really? Yeah. What do you think? You think that a detective comes Did into your... Did he eat something, of like one of his own creations or something, and die? Because that's not what I thought would happen when it came to his whole, oh, let's, uh, let's eat the plastic-eating bacteria. Like, that seemed like a dumb idea. It, Rom- didn't, it didn't kill him. Romano, did it? a man is dead. I would never be this flippant in a murder trial. What are you doing? So it's murder. Most foul. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll absolutely take it seriously then. Sorry, I thought that. Wait. Had it not been like what if it was an accident? You'd just be like, "Ma, what a dummy, dead now." That's really rude. I mean, have you heard of Darwin Awards? No. Is this a clue? Yes, I've heard of the Darwin Awards. But he's, like, he's next door yeah, and he's yeah. dead. Yeah, no, I'm totally taking it seriously no, now. I'm circling, I'm... I'm circling your name. Oh, no. And I'm putting a little note next to it just saying, needlessly flippant. Oh, okay, whatever. No, hold on, I'm not done yet. Flippant. Hmm. And I'm going to do another arrow off to the left. It's going to say psychopath. Well, I can't spell psychopath. Hmm. I'm going to say sociopath. Did you write P-H? Yep. You say sociopath. 
Question mark. I'm uh, giving you the benefit I of a question mark. I remember in primary school <laughs> needing to write out my Pokemon types and having so much trouble spelling psychic. I've put a question mark next. Don't give me the benefit of the doubt, but it's there. I can cross that question mark out at any time. Good. You do that. I've done it. Oh. Sociopath. Done. <laughs> See how you like it. All right. Whatever. Now let's talk about this dead man. Yes. Terrible news. You think you 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 suggest he may have poisoned himself accidentally? Look, that was my first thought, but apparently not. I got no evidence. I'm just making it up. Oh, you said it was murder. I mean, if it wasn't murder, why would I be solving this mystery? Okay, fair enough. Inspector Simba assured me it was murder. Okay, okay. Um, all right. He appears to have overdosed, but it seems like perhaps a poison. Oh, okay. Um, was he was he involved in drugs at all? I mean, like drug drugs. Not like oh, everything's drug if you take a drug. You know, like drugs. Um. Look, we Your researchers take cocaine all night to stay up. We weren't friends. Like, I'm not going to pretend that I went to parties with him and saw him take heroin or something like that. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought so. But you know what? Sometimes he's... You'd think he must be taking something to be as optimistic about his ridiculous work. Okay, I get it. You don't like his work. You don't believe in science. You're one of those people who's like, oh, iron in the blood of people made of nails or something. You know what? People one, are one made day, of nails. People are going to know the name Dr. Bianca Romano because I'll be winning all the Nobel Prizes. Every single one. Everyone. Everyone. Every, you think you're going to win the Peace Prize? People will recognize me. You think you're going to win economics? I mean, if I manage to get rid of all the plastic in the oceans, I think I deserve all of them. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, cool, thank you. Uh, that's all. Oh. Okay. Uh, all I said was I haven't seen him take heroin at a party. <laughs> that's all I need to know. I don't know what to ask. All um, right, good job, detective. When did you see students leave the building yesterday? Uh, did they go out for lunch? Legit, I don't pay any attention to them whatsoever. Do you have students of your own or fellows or whatever I mean, it is? Yeah, you but they're not here today. Why are you here today? I'm always here. Oh, overwork Romano. I'm a team leader. Do you have, uh, what were you doing all day? What were you doing at time of death? At, at well, like 12.30 p.m. Something. Probably more like 2. Like 2 p.m. What were you doing at 2 p.m.? Um, I was culturing bacteria. Interesting. Interesting. That sounds like something that isn't in Danny's notes. <laughs> Did you hear anything just odd coming from across the hall? No, uh, I don't... No shouts of, oh, you're murdering me, you're murdering me, oh, no? Oh, no, but you're right. Like, half an hour ago or whatever, there was a bit of a running around sort of noise. Interesting. I mean, I, maybe that was just, like, the police entering or someone going to get police. <laughs> maybe that was me arriving. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for way over half an hour. What do I know? Let's... Uh, excuse me, I'm just going to take an aside here. Uh, Patrick, you entertain the woman. Okay. And he starts juggling. Do- do, 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 do. He's juggling. It's great. He's nervous, but it's great. Um, okay, so I'm going to take an aside here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I know? I know that Caden Fletcher was found in his office. He was found by the four students. None of them had time to, sort of to split up. Um, oh, maybe I should take it any of them like poisoned him earlier in the day. And I should ask Alice about this this relationship. Um, it's found collapsed over. Why do the police? Why do the police think it was poison? 
don't know. Police know these things. I don't think it's poison. It seems like poison. It's characteristic of being poisoned. Yeah. And they didn't find any drugs or anything. Yeah. So they don't think it's an overdose. Um, Ray is data entry. Pete's kind of panicky. <laughs> That's his job. Helena is a writer. Yeah, you got all of their jobs except Pete's. You didn't ask him. What his job was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I go back to Pete. Hey, Pete, what do you do? Uh, I do all of the, like, actual, like, finicky experimental stuff. Oh, you do the science. Okay, good. I mean, everything is the science. Like, you can't just be good at a pipette and say you're the lead, you're the best scientist. I yeah, just okay. happen to be... You're the hands. I just happen to be really good at titration and stuff. Sure. Okay, wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm the hand man. Uh, so I should probably talk to Alice. That seems to be the next place to go, right? Sure, we're just all waiting here. Uh, Alice, come into the dead man's office and speak with me. Uh, okay, thank you. Good. Oh, Patrick, Great. you can come back. Whoa! <laughs> he dropped all the balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, did I forget something? Were you in a relationship with Dr. Fletcher? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. For like a year, bit over a year. Okay, interesting. Now, the last few days leading up to the to the incident, was everything fine? Were you? Yeah. Uh, I heard reports. Perhaps maybe you're having some some troubles. No, no, everything. Um, like we weren't breaking up or anything like that. Mm. He he'd been a bit distant. Distant how? Uh, like he didn't want to do stuff he didn't want to go out as much like maybe it was just coming to the end of a research project funk i don't know um but no yeah like we we talked about it yesterday uh, and it was all fine there's nothing wrong between us there was nothing wrong between us well now there's something wrong he's dead thanks yeah i'm still processing Sorry, I was, that part. i was talking to romano too much gotcha. i've become a sociopath by by association right um now, he didn't seem, did he seem at all like he would take his own life? God, I can't imagine why. This project has been everything to him. Like, it would be weird that he had everything going for him. We were probably going to get offered government positions in the medical field for this. Interesting, interesting. You know, those prizes that you get at the end of a research grant. Yeah, big prizes. All job, the Nobels. Job security for life. Yeah, of course. How the field works. Mm. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Thank you. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's probably more pertinent questions to ask. I don't have any at the moment. If I look around Caden's drawers or check his email, can I check his email? Uh, needs a password? No. I don't know. Four digit no, lock. Nothing interesting um, in the emails. Okay. Basically, I, have, I haven't accounted for emails. Yeah, no, it's fine. It says nothing interesting. That's cool. You do find his phone. Ooh, can I check his texts? Uh, that one is password protected. What? It's a I phone. call Allison. Uh, yeah. Alice, do you know his phone password? Oh yeah. Um, assuming he hasn't changed it and it's the same as his home phone password. Whatever, as long as it's yeah, the same as his other passwords. passwords. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just um. I guess one there's no eight hundred murder me. I guess there's no point in me keeping it secret. No. Um, uh, it's just four eight five one. All right, four eight five one. Does that work? Yeah. Cool. I check any anything interesting on this phone, any texts, 
Any any a background of him doing lots of drugs? Um, it's hard to look into anything reading through his texts and everything. They all recent calls pretty normy. Any yes. calls he made today around there the time are. of his death? No, there are you know recent ish calls, but nothing from the murder time. Any messages from today? Not that appear relevant. Any outgoing messages saying, "Oh no, the date is wrong." Oh, no. oh, Ray got all the data wrong. He no. got all the data wrong. <laughs> I got it. Oh, no. Pete knows. You find a message to his mum just with a thumbs up when she asks, how's it going? Okay. <laughs> I send a follow-up text. It says, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, no, I don't do that. It's terrible. Um, it's terrible. Why did I give him a mum? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's not dwell on that. Uh Hmm, I don't know what to do. Danny, I'm stepping out. I'm getting taking an aside here. Okay. What am I missing here? Is there something I haven't been following up on that I should have? Oh, there are lots of other things that you could what, what is look it? What into. You, what do you do in a, in a situation like this? I don't know really what I'm looking at. Doesn't seem like anyone had time to poison him. Do the, do we, do the boys back at the lab know anything about the poison? <laughs> uh, n- n- no. <laughs> The autopsy has not yet been completed half an hour after the body was discovered. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, just think about the typical things that you need, I need for a, a murder. I need, okay, I need opportunity. Now, I don't, if I don't know the poison, the opportunity could have been at any point, right? Slip mm-hmm. it in his... Is there, did he have a drink? Like, does he have a cup of coffee or a... No, I, I ask. I ask the other people. I just say, like, does, does, he, you know, I, does he often drink coffee in the morning? I mean, the last thing I remember him drinking was the milkshake. He had a milkshake? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, he came with us. Of course he did. Wait, w- hold on a second. Yeah, what? I'm really confused. Let me go back a second. Oh, okay. Even just with you, Danny. Yeah. I thought they all went to lunch. Uh-huh. Without him, he was in his office. No. He had hot dogs with them. Yeah. And he had milkshakes with them. Yeah. And then he left no. to go back to his... Then they all went back. And to then get ready he for went the to his office. And then he went into his office. Okay. Well, all of my dumb questions about if I <laughs> even left during the... That's all irrelevant. Ah. I thought he wasn't there for lunch. I thought they went out for lunch without him. So the team went to lunch. I thought that was just the team, <laughs> not him. I thought he was b- busy dying while they were at lunch. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> okay. So he had a... Who who bought his, his milkshake? You said you had two rounds of milkshakes? Uh, yeah, Helena bought the first round. I don't know who's talking at the moment, so I'm not even trying uh, to voice Ra- it. Ray's talking. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I think uh, Helena bought the first round. Uh, and then Alice got the second line. Does that match up to what Helena told me? Yes. Cool. Um, and, and, and he, so he had, did that mean each you had two milkshakes? Or was that like two? Oh, yeah. Okay, and, and Caden had two? Yeah. B- both the same? Yeah, yeah, you know we always you get the same milkshakes. Um, I do. Um, I don't know where they are in these notes exactly. I'll give you time. Patrick, juggle. Whoa, 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 juggling. Whoa, I dropped the ball. Oh, I'm sorry, I dropped the ball. I got it back. Oh, it was always part of the act. Oh, it was a, it was a fake drop and part of the act. I practice it all the time. I'm Patrick Copeth. Oh, I like to juggle. <laughs> balls in the air, balls in my court. I juggle, I juggle the balls. There we go. Yep. Uh, both the women always get chocolate. 
Mm-hmm. And the guys get a banana, a strawberry, and a vanilla. And Caden had? One of those three. Banana. Okay. That's interesting. And did you... And they went in alone to get the drinks. Yeah. Opportunity. I mean, they weren't the only people in the cafe, I don't think. But it's, I mean... Wonderful. Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh, hold on here. I leave. Lee, okay. I go to the cafe. Okay. I find someone serving. Hold on, hold on. Let me describe this cafe. Oh, fine, describe the cafe. All right, so it's a 10-minute walk from the lab. Sits right on the lake. So you've got mm-hmm. the indoor space, but mostly it's a large open terrace. to overlooks the water. And that's kind of the entryway as well. The food is pretty expensive there. So people just ordering drinks, pretty normal. And it is owned and run by the man that you will find here, Mr. George Park. Very nice and You don't notice as you walk up through the terrace, uh, you step on some broken glass. Interesting. Mm. Broken glass? Mm. A lot or just like a single glass has been broken? Very small amount. I I call the nearest server over. I say, excuse Let's me. Let's just say George Park is the one who's doing all the work at this point. Uh, George. Oh, yes. How did you know my name? You didn't hear my George Park voice before? He goes, yes, how did you hear my name? I'm George Park. I'm sorry. That's not what I sound like. Perhaps you're referring to another George Park. Fine. Do you know what happened with this broken glass? Broken glass? Broken glass. God, who did this? Who d- I'm sorry it was me, the other George Park. I'm so sorry. Normally, if something like this happens, I get told right away someone must have been embarrassed or... Sorry, uh, forgive me. Um, I'll have to get someone on it right away. Clapping. No one's coming. Everyone's busy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll I'll do it myself. Hold on. It may be evidence in a police investigation. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I I won't touch it. I won't do a thing then. Would you like photographs? Yes. He takes out his phone. Thank you. Starts. Snapping pictures. Now, Mr. Park. Please, you're not saying that some sort of crime has happened in my cafe. Well, perhaps it may have. Oh, why has my voice become that? Goodness. This is my voice now. Uh, Do you know these women? I I show them photos of of Alice and Helena. Oh, yes. They come in here quite a lot. Wonderful. They were here earlier today, I believe. Yes, that's that's quite right. Uh, uh, they who, and the rest of their group, I assume they came down from the labs. Who served them their drinks? They came up to the counter. Yes, and who who, who made the drinks? Oh, uh, I guess Michael. Michael, could you come here as well? I would like to hear your voice. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> if I'm Michael. <laughs> um, and, and, and anything, anything... Did you see them take their drinks back to their tables? Were you uh, there at the time? Uh, I, I wasn't, you know, studying each customer and their orders. Of course not, of course We've, we've got security footage. I'd love to see it. Oh, yes, please. Uh, it's just from the inside, not from the terrace itself. That's fine. Uh, yes. All right. He gets his security footage and you start taking a look, sir. Um, hey, I'm George. I run the security cameras. You want to see? You want to see what we got here? Yeah, I'll just uh, load it up for you. All right, so you're looking around. Yeah. No, hold on. I'm not finished my interaction with George. Uh, yeah, you. what do you want to see? Oh, well, I'd like to see the tapes from, from earlier in today, just today. Uh, I think around 2 o'clock they were, there were some people here having 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 milkshakes. Oh, yeah, I know the ones. The eggheads down in the lab, the bio lab eggheads. Yeah, they're good folks, those guys. <laughs> yes, yeah, me. None of them could have committed murder. Uh, here's some footage for you. Rock. 
and he spits in a bucket. And then he shows me Who footage. was that again? George, I'm the security footage man. Why is your name George too? Oh, sorry. No, my... <laughs> I that changed my name. It's uh, it's Brian. Mm. <laughs> my name is Caden Fletcher. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> now here's the security. Ding. All right, you look at the security footage from a bit earlier than two. Two is mm-hmm. where they're putting the death time, which yeah, was so obviously back in the lab. A little bit earlier than two. Um. Okay. So you go around. You see. You eventually find uh, Helena coming in, making the yep. order, and five big. You know, those silver milkshake cups being mm-hmm. put in front of her and she gathers them all up in her arms and sort of balances and wobbles her way out. It looks yeah, like it looks quite like an effort. Has, mm, doesn't look like she has time to put them on, put anything in them, put anything on them. As far as you can see from the security footage, she didn't do that. She just take them and went back outside towards the terrace. Of course, you cannot see the footage outside the terrace. No. On the, uh, yeah, on That's the terrace. That's true. And what about when Alice comes in for the second round? Cool. Uh, when she comes in, it looks pretty similar. Pretty similar? Yeah. Again, I don't see her do anything, touch no. them in any weird way. Mm. It looks quite innocent and like people getting milkshakes. Dang. So just to double check, because some of the questions that you've asked about exactly people's memories of the things, they're not like the only customers of this cafe all day. There yeah, are other yeah, people yeah, around. Yeah, I'm just hoping there's someone be like, yeah, I saw them murder this guy. I don't have anything to go on. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there are other people and things around. Like, not that you'll be able to grab as witnesses, but it's not like they were totally yeah, yeah. isolated. It's not like they were the only people ordering food in the cafe or anything. Have any of those glasses been cleaned yet? Probably. Dang. Okay. Um, broken glass. I can't see that the, the footage of that glass breaking, can I? Is that within the scope of the... No, it was on was the, ter- the terrace. It was right near the entrance. Hmm. Does it look like a milkshake glass or were they not glass? Oh, they weren't glass. No. And it would definitely look smaller than that. Is there anything around that looks broken? No. Can I examine the broken glass to see if I can see exactly what it was that broke? I mean, it's a little hard to tell. It looks like especially you stepped on it before. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't look like that was the first time somebody stepped on it. That's true. Um, So, yeah, it's just shardy. Okay. Little bits. Maybe someone even made a cursory attempt to pick up like the big pieces if there were big pieces and they just didn't get the small ones. Okay, so some glass is broken. But yeah, not much. Okay, what should I ask? What do I need to know? He just came back and he. Surely something he ate during the day is what, how, how you would get the poison on him. I go to the hot dog guy. Mm-hmm. I say, hello, hot dog man. Oh, oh, oh. Merry hot, hot dog. <laughs> All right, Santa. Uh, did you, you s- wouldn't accuse Santa <laughs> of murder, would you? <laughs> did you serve uh, the... Re- do you know the research students from across the way? No. Oh. You know, there's like five of them. Two girls, three guys. One of them's older. That sounds like a family. Yeah, it looks like a family, but they do research. No. Did you serve them just like like half an hour hour ago? I've served lots of people today. (sighs) The hot dog lunch rush, you know, because the cafe next door is so expensive, people get their food from me. Yeah, all right, fine. Oh. I've got nothing to ask you then. Get out of here. (laughs) Santa. Hot dog Santa. Um, What do I know? I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. Turns out I'm not a real detective. (laughs) Uh, What should I do? What do you think, Patrick? I think you should solve the murder. 
Thanks. Hmm. What do you think? What do you? What's a? Give me a hint. What am I missing here? I think the lack of poison. Yeah, I don't is know. That's why I came here. I was hoping maybe I could like see some poison, or mm. you know, that's why we asked about the boys at the lab. Maybe they'd found what the poison yeah. is. Basically, there are some other details they could have given you throughout. Oh, can things. I go and search all the chemicals they've got here? Yeah, do they have lots of poisons in the lab? Not particularly. Vast majority of what is in the lab seems to just be locked up in safe chemical things and as far as you can tell they are just things that are related to the experiment and all of the students will say yeah we haven't actually been doing huge amounts of experimenty stuff lately mm. so who, it's all been locked up do they have access to these chemicals who does who has access to these chemicals oh well Caden has the key he sometimes like would leave it unlocked and open for us when we we're actually doing experiments but we haven't been doing any for a while okay Anything missing that should be there if they have a look through? If I ask Pete, who uses the experimenting, he takes a look through and he like picks them up and shakes them a little bit. He says, "No, like okay. it's, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to remember the exact amounts of everything, but nothing is jumping out at me." If I look at the at stuff that that Pete has, uh, sorry, that Caden has on his computer, on his USB and mm -hmm. email thing, is there anything from the grant committee? Like recently saying, hey, no grant for you. No. In fact, they're still like the most recent thing is like confirmation that this presentation is happening. Does he have any notes on his part of the presentation? Anything he was going to say in the presentation? Uh, Do I have a copy of his speech where his... he says none of my students helped at all? No, you take a look through it though. And it is overwhelmingly positive. Like just saying it, it's very talking up this thing as the revolutionary experiment of this lifetime hmm. why would you want to murder him like if it's murder why what like that's the question right opportunity yeah i suppose they could have put something in his drink they all had drinks together someone could have slipped it in very easily no footage of that so that's an opportunity for how you could murder him uh, i still don't know what the poison is where someone would have got it oh is anything missing from romano's lab if i ask her no okay so i have no idea where the poison came from motive it seems like I have no idea. Like Romano doesn't think his work is worth killing him over. The grant was coming through. He doesn't seem to be like throwing him under the bus. He had a falling out with Alice, possibly. Other than that, I don't see why someone would want him dead. Hey, Ray. Yeah, yeah, hey. Why did you become a scientist? What are your hopes and dreams? <laughs> Man, isn't that the question of life? Uh... Uh, you know what? I gotta be honest, you got me there. I don't know. I was at university, and then I graduated university, and then I either had to think about what I wanted, or I could stay in university. Now here I am, like ten years later. Okay, fair and I'm, I'm pretty high up in the science ladder. <laughs> cool. Hey, Pete. Yeah. Why do you become a scientist? Oh man, that's a loaded question. I don't know, it was always my favorite subject in school, and I guess it just stuck. Uh, I really wanted to do it. I really wanted to make a difference. Uh, I wanted to save the planet. You know, I grew up in Farmton, and the effects of climate change are really kind of strong. So, you know. So you decided to fight plastic in human congestion, well, in ingestion, rather than the stuff that Romano's doing that might fight climate change somehow. 
probably won't fight climate change. But you know what? You've got to go with what you can go. And I think that Caden's ideas were really good and I wanted to work with him. Okay. Why, why, why Caden and not someone else? Was Why, why not Romano? I don't know. I saw his grand application and I went, yeah, that's a team I'd like to be part of. It, okay. it worked for me. Um, yeah, Dr. Romano, great too. But this was the one that spoke to me, I guess. Fair enough. Hey, uh, Helena. Yeah? Why'd you become a scientist? Mm, because being a writer isn't very well paying. And I like to, you know, feel like I'm doing some good. Helping the people who can't help themselves. Those poor plastic eaters. <laughs> Um, plus I, I need a job where I'm kind of, I, you know, I get a lot of rest in between things and science works on a, like you're working for a few weeks at a time in the practical stuff. And then you get to sit back and just wait for the results to pour in for a while. And that on and off sort of thing, it works really well with my injury. Your injury? What injury? Um, a back injury. I got it when I was a kid. How did you injure your back? Oh, it was a surf injury. Oh, you're a surfer. Oh, I was. Until the injury. Yeah. I was pretty young at the time. It was just like beginner stages of stuff. And then, yep, unfortunate waves, unfortunate rocks. Ouch. Okay. You want to leave it at that and then do some more thinking about it tomorrow? Or do you want to make that part one? We'll come back to it. Yeah. All right, part one. We'll come back to it. (laughs) I don't know how that throws off our schedule. Maybe it won't. Maybe like we'll these parts. Maybe these parts will still be one release. Maybe. All right. Leave it till tomorrow. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. So I've just taken a night's rest and a day of work. <laughs> Have uh, you had any new thoughts? Nope. <laughs> oh, I got uh, nothing. I was... Um. So I, I. It's so hard to plan while working, but also not having my notes in front of me. But one thing, I can't remember exactly where we left off, but one thing I think is worth following up on is Ray. I want to talk with Ray about this inconsistency that he found and what it means and what what the repercussions of it would have been. Pete said, oh, it was just a mistake, but it wasn't a mistake. I think Caden was covering something up. So I'm going to talk to Ray. So I bring Patrick Copas with me. Yeah, absolutely. I really hope he's fine with being a character in our show. Mm. I think he will be. Mm. It's just because of the voice. Um, you know, Patrick Copas's voice, the way he sounds. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to talk to Ray. I'm going to go back up to Ray. I don't know if he's still sitting in the lab. Maybe he's gone uh, yeah. somewhere else now. Let's just keep him where they are. It's, They're it's the NPCs. Been, it's been 24 hours. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go up to Ray and I'm just going to say, Ray. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's up? Um, I was talking with Pete and with Alice and with Helena um, and with Romano and with the guy who sells ice cream and the hot dog Santa. You did a thorough job. Um, and all of them, every one of them mentioned um, that there was some 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 error in the data that you found, a, a piece of datum that was wrong. Oh, well, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, the memory ain't what it used to be. <laughs> I'm so old now, like I'm nearly 30. <laughs> um, like How I was just... Dare you. Scrolling through, uh, this was yesterday. Yes, please. Uh, I was I was going through the data and just the most recent lot of raw stuff, mm-hmm. and I found a couple of numbers that 
I just didn't remember typing, and I'm the data entry guy. Okay. I I mean, look, it's entirely possible I've just forgotten, but I mean, one of the numbers that I wrote was 420, apparently. And you'd remember 420. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I thought. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, blaze it, blaze it. We've got to blaze it. 420, blaze it. I don't know what that means. My birthday is April 20th. Of course. That's what I was talking about as well, Patrick. What, what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm impressionable. Um, okay, so... Uh, but, I mean, Caden said that he triple-checked everything and it was all good, so I guess my bad. Now, the, the, the numbers that were there, were they important? If they hadn't been there, what would have been... Well, what was going on there? I mean... You'd have to talk to Alice about exactly the... Statistical analysis? Yeah, that sort of stuff. That's her thing? Pretty much. I mean, if some of the numbers were wrong, well, that's pretty stupid. Hmm. Can you show me on some data sets, like these ones I have on a USB from from Caden's office, what the lines were in question? Oh, yeah, like I got a matching USB that's got all the most most recent... Oh, interesting. Can Can I have a look at where it is? Yeah, totally. Uh, have a look at where it is. Cool. I'd like to quickly check mm-hmm. on Caden's mm-hmm. USB with his data whether those lines are the same or whether there's a change, whether there's a contradiction. Look, there's a buttload, but if you open... Just the same place, yeah. ...the most recent data sets for both of them, hmm. they do match. What if I go back to some older data sets from Caden's? Not only do some of them not quite match, hmm. they have been opened up very recently. As in... How recently? After death? Yesterday, recently. But before the time of death? Do I, do I know a time? Yes. Well, okay. Well, so today, today is still death oh, time. Oh, yes. True. Yep. Today is still today. <laughs> it's harder than today is tomorrow yep. and tomorrow is today. Um, and yesterday is weaving yeah, in and out. Yesterday, the day before the murder, some of the old stuff has been opened. Now, I'm going to call... Oh, Well, Ray doesn't know much about the data... I'm going to talk with Alice. Mm-hmm. All right, Alice comes <sighs> over. I hope she didn't change it. Um, I say, Alice, mm-hmm. do you know why, what was going on with the with the issue? Do you know why Pete was so stressed uh, yesterday evening? No, I assume it's just, a, you know, the day before a huge deal okay. sort of thing that would get to him. This is not the first time he's had a panic attack. Your data looks very, you, you, you know a lot about the data or the data. That's or my the, job. Or the detail. <laughs> to take. Uh, let's um, say yes, yes, I do. How do I pose this question? This is me not asking, not saying that aloud. I'm literally thinking, how yep. do I pose this question? Um, what is it? What is this sec? Oh, so the the current one, the stuff that has been fixed up. Okay. The stuff that's been doctored. Mm-hmm. I say, what is this sort of? What what are we looking at here? In 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 terms of what um, what does this data mean? Do, 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 do. She gives a scientific explanation. I say, well, what what would happen if? Well, uh, let's say, just for an example, and I open up the older one, I say, what if the data looked a bit more like this? Oh, that, you know what? I know what you just looked up, obviously. That's the one from last, from middle of last year, right? Like May last year? From yesterday. Um, we, we weren't experimenting yesterday. It can't have been from yesterday. That's crazy. But there was one last year, like one dip that we had. Interesting. But it was, it was totally fine. I mean, not 
like sometimes maybe one of us accidentally screwed up. Maybe Pete screwed up like one of the things, something got contaminated or maybe it's just one of those things, like a statistical outlier. That happens. In the in the ones that I've got, this is to Danny, mm-hmm. uh, does it look like a single dip or is it consistently poor results that well, have been doctored? Like if I look at the old version compared to the new version, did the new version have that old dip that they were talking about? The new version of all of the collated data mm-hmm. from all of the five years yeah. has a single dip from a year ago. What about the stuff that hasn't the, the, from from yesterday that before it was edited? Does it have multiple dips? You can go back to a previous version of that. Mm. Yes. Interesting. I show her that data. I say there's more than one dip, Miss Alice. Oh well, I mean that must be. Who collates this data? Who collects it? Ray does, doesn't he? He types it in, yeah. But he wouldn't really know the significance of those numbers as he's going, would he? He wouldn't know whether to flag it with you or with or with, with Caden. Caden, I'm assuming, checks the numbers? Oh, well, of course he does. And he then gives them to you for analysis? Oh, I mean, sometimes it works out in that order. Yeah, I'd say that's probably normal. Interesting. He likes to be involved at all steps. It is his project. This is this is his baby. Well, I'm a baby. I'm baby Patrick Copas. Shh, quiet. We're talking about serious things. <laughs> this is a murder. Okay, sorry. How many people have you had to say that to so far? Danny, I don't count the number of people. This is serious. This is a murder. Well, mm, see, this is, some, this is what you need. You come back with a fresh, with a fresh <laughs> set of eyes and you find out that the data has been inconsistent this whole time. Now, let's, let's engage in a little bit of a thought experiment here, Alice. This data mm-hmm. with a multiple uh, bit. These data. Trophy. That was me slamming a door in disgust. You know, you can see me do it. <laughs> the audience doesn't know. <laughs> of course, you know. I'm not just I'm not, I'm not <laughs> narrating what I'm doing to you in case I thought maybe you didn't notice that I slammed the door ten feet away from you. I mean, you. if you call that a door slam, okay. <laughs> All you really did was get my trophy wedged in a door jam. <laughs> so, um, quiet. Alice, don't correct my science grammar. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's data pe- is data is, data is technically plural, uh, but people use it in the, is the singular all the time. I mean, in this lab, it's a real yeah. We we got a thing about that. Hey, Helena. Yeah. What would you do if you read a report and data was in the singular? <laughs> fine, I was hoping some backup from a writer who'd be like, "That's how language works." But <laughs> fine, whatever. <laughs> um, if this was if if these datums. Were oh, you're hurting me here, sir. <laughs> if this datum, this datum, this datum, this datum, this datum, this date, etc., etc., ad infinitum were, say these were the accurate results. It's just as a thought experiment. Mm-hmm. What would that mean for the grant committee? What would that? I mean, surely that wouldn't look too good. Surely that implies something else. Something might be going wrong with your research. Uh, it's hard for me to do, you know, this sort of calculation off the top of my head, but those are pretty different than Run what we ended up with. Run the numbers. Get back to me. Did That'll take hours. But if you want my rough assumption, yeah. yeah, that would give us a lot more insignificant results than we got. Well, these are your true datums, Alice. I don't Did Caden ever talk to you about this? About what? About... Uh, Negative results? It appears as if the doctor has been doctoring the results of your tests. No, he... uh, (laughs) he... (laughs) That's how I laugh. 
But I mean, when we got our, our bad blip last year, he was he was still optimistic. He said, that's okay, these things happen. Mm, you just... Indeed. He kept that blip for, 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 for a, to make it, his data look good. If data was perfect, if data perfect, people ask question. If data not perfect, people think good. If data bad, people think bad. As the old saying goes. That would mean that we'd be just lying. And that's why you killed... No, that's probably not why you killed him. Yes, it seems that way. It appears that Dr. Fletcher has been lying to the grant board. I've just invented a grant board. It's just a group of people named Grant uh, this entire time. Um, wow, I, I don't know what to think about this. Yeah, no, no, do I actually. Who would murder him because he's lying? Maybe Romana. Do you have anyone? Who would lose if, if the Grants? Mm-hmm. No, he did this yesterday, so he wasn't. He wasn't like second guessing himself. No one else was involved and now wanted to kill him to keep him quiet about the whole thing. He was doing this yesterday. Why would this lead to a murder? Why would he's fake? Okay, so there's obviously something. Maybe it's a classic Christie esque twist where he's doing some crime, but it's irrelevant to the murder. It's just a side <laughs> crime. Like, oh, I stole the diamonds, oh, but man. I didn't. You got to find the sordid secrets of that hot dog Santa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Sure, I've been poisoning my hot dogs, but I didn't poison them today. <laughs> I'm, I'm clear. I am only a weekend poisoner. <sighs> um, hmm. I, oh, am I done with you, sir? I mean, God, it sounds like I've got to find a new career. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, great. If this news gets out, you're, you're, well, I mean, Fletcher's career will be ruined and it's ruined because he's dead, so it's fine. Hmm. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it? No, don't worry about it. I've been doing this for five years. I've given my youth to this project. <laughs> I'm an old spinster Look, now. That's a big freaking deal. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, is that, that you know, maybe some, maybe is that, could that be it? Did someone find out and kill him in anger? It's not a bit, but poison at lunch isn't a crime of passion. I'm not talking to you, Alice. You're, oh, okay, get out okay, of here. okay Sorry. cool. Just, I'm just, I'm just aciding. Mm. I'm, Talking with, with Patrick Copus. Oh, good. So Danny, okay. can, yeah, good. Danny can do the Patrick Copus. All right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> what this is my first attempt. Yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think, Patrick? Like, it's it's a twicky one, but but that data thing seems like it's burst the case wide open. <laughs> the floodgates of we, data have opened. We we got a motive. All the clues are coming to. Do we have a like? We have a crime. Why Good would that point. lead to a murder? It doesn't feel like a motive. Now I, I can only imagine someone wants to kill him. My thought, first thought, would be mm. to shut him up. But he's obviously not going to talk about it because he's the one fabricating. Someone like Alice saying, "I've wasted my youth on this pro- this fake project," could be killing him out of some kind of form of so we just revenge, anger, working with him or working against him. But if you were working against him and you knew he was fabricating data. You feel like you just expose him. You wouldn't kill him. That's true. It means he'll, I mean, unless you really want the Nobel Prize and you know that he can't get it posthumously. <laughs> um, and Romano does want... Wait, who said they wanted all the Nobel Prizes? Oh, Romano? yeah, that was Romano. Yeah. He can't get him if he's dead. <laughs> um, I can't... Why would you kill a man for fabricating data? What would you gain through his death? You could expose it. Hope the police 
reveal it. But you could expose him anyway if you already knew. It's really interesting. I'm going to talk with Helena. Helena is my secret pick for the murderer. Okay. Uh, For no reason. There's no evidence towards that. She's just my gut. My gut feeling. All right. I've written the name Helena in an envelope and I put it. Um, I talk to Helena and I say, Helena. Uh, yeah. Hey, how are you going? Did you know that Dr. Fletcher was fabricating data? Fabricating? Not stealing? Stealing? You think he was stealing data? Oh, like he'd been kind of a bit funny lately, a bit sort of distant from all of us. Um, wow. I kind of was, it, it was my guess that he was trying to find some way to take all the credit from and like get our names not Interesting. on it. I mean, probably that's what that's what doctors and scientists often do. Well, I guess, but we were all going to give the presentation together, so I kind of assumed by now that I was wrong. But maybe have a look at this these these datums. Sure. See the difference? Yes, those are different numbers. Multiple dips. Remember that dip you had half a year ago? Oh yeah. Multiple dips. He's been covering up these failures of, hmm. of, of experimentation to, I guess, look good in front of the grant board. That's interesting. I'm surprised. Like, I've worked with him once before. and Really? When did you work with him in the past? Oh, just like a couple of years ago. It was nothing as important as this, obviously. Hmm. Um, but no, he, it was another group project-y thing. And he was a bit of a credit hog. Ah, so That's you were worried that I he assumed. would steal credit again. Who, yeah. Do you know else, any, anyone else who was in, was any of the other people no. here working with that group? No, I think this is all their first time. Okay. Do you know who was in that group? Um, just a couple of other people from my old university. Okay. okay. Santa? Was Santa in that group? Oh, no, I'd remember that. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Good hot dogs, you can't forget. Well. Um, interesting, interesting. Did he... Can I... Sorry. Yes, please. Uh, can we move to one of the comfier chairs? My back's hurting a bit. Back's hurting? <gasps> yeah, I told you about that, right? Yeah, you did. I've forgotten. Mm. Wait, let us let me look. I've just got... Surfing injury. It was a surfing yeah, injury. when I was a kid, so I got chronic back pain. Do you take anything for it? I mean, painkillers, sure. Do you have all the painkillers that you think you should have? Um, that's going to be a bit hard to tell. I just have a couple of bottles... I, I don't keep a very specific count. Like, they're not in blister packs or anything. Do they seem... I mean, you'd need a lot to overdose on painkillers. Do they seem like they're all as full as they were yesterday, this morning? Uh, you can check my bag if you like. It's I just over in the cubby. Cool. You bring a bag back oh, over to her. I forgot about the bag cubby. Mm. I know you did. <laughs> don't be so judgmental. I'm allowed to forget clues. <laughs> I take my shoes. How do you expect to solve a murder if you can't even remember what the murder scene looks like? Uh, there was a bit, Were there anything else in the in the cubbies? Just the one bag? No, everyone's bags. Interesting. Does Caden have a bag there? Sure. Ooh, now <laughs> he can't remember. Now he doesn't know what the murder scene looks like. Okay, interesting. Um, I'm not going to look at it because yeah, you cool. didn't know it was there, so I'm assuming <laughs> it's not full of clues. Cool, you take a look. And take it's a look. very easy to find in the big front pocket. There are indeed a few bottles of just regular, not low strength, but, you know, the medium, the ones that'll put you to sleep, painkillers. Like, I don't know. What's a good equivalent? Valiums, maybe? I don't know. Mm. I didn't name them. Codeines. Sure. Co- just codeinable ones. Codeine is meant to be a sleepy one. Okay, um, And, yeah, you find a whole bunch of those bottles. Mm-hmm. Some of them more full than others. 
multiple ones open? Oh, yeah. That seems strange. Oh, maybe someone borrowed some. I mean, I... No, no, don't look at me like that. I mean, like, of course, if someone's got a headache or something, I'll give them a painkiller. Would you have multiple bottles open at once, Helena? That I seems mean, I normally wouldn't, organized. but if I just say, yeah, go get some out of my bag, I don't know what bottle they're going to open. Oh, so this is something you do regularly. People know right. that you have the painkillers? Well, yeah, of course. Everyone gets headaches. Do you have any idea how many overnighters we've done? It's a killer. Sorry. <gasps> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Oh, that was bad taste. Here's what I'm doing. Just look at my notes here, Helena. Just look at my notes here. I've written painkillers. I'm going to take a line. Oh, no, don't I'm do gonna, that. I'm just going to cross no. out the word. No, no, hold on. I'm just going to cross out the word pain. Oh. And underneath it, I'm going to put the word doctor. Oh, man. And then a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> there is a question mark, Helena. There's a question mark. I haven't gotten rid of it yet. This is a good bit. I like this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep this bit for the, for the show. This is going to be my thing. Right. You know detectives have a thing? Mine's going to be showing them my notes. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'd like you to have someone, like if you need to make a comment on my notes, have a character be like, sorry, have you written down there that that Pete was the panicked one? He's never been panicked in his entire <laughs> life. Pete's been dead for 20 years. Oh, no. You know, just, you know. Yep, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So that could be a method. I have a method and a possible motive, but not tying that. I mean, they just make you go to sleep. Oh, they wouldn't kill you. How much code? How much of these would you need to overdose? Does it say on the bottles? Do not take. <laughs> do not take more than seven, or you'll overdose. I, I don't know. I want to say thirty. Okay, so probably an amount that you would think would be missing. Hmm. I, I mean, talk to if, if, boy. well, if I take a look, yeah, it, it's. Like I said, I don't pay the closest attention. I just take them whenever I need them. It's entirely possible that these are more empty than I thought. Helena, Helena, Helena. I'm sorry. Helena, 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 Helena. Didn't occur to me that... You dismissed. Okay. I'd like to talk to 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 Pete. All right. Good old Pistol Pete. Okay. Let me find Pete. Marriage Pete. Hey, Mickey, I'm Pete. (laughs) That's my Pete impression. Oh, Okay. Hey, Pete. Well, hello. <laughs> That's such a better Pete. That's a good Pete. <laughs> it's not staying. I wouldn't know. You can't. You can't push it because you'll lose it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, Hi. Pete, you do the what experiments, it? don't you? Yeah, of course. What happens when you get results from the experiments? Do you just do them and the results come in through to someone else? Oh, I mean, usually for the things we do, it's just, it just pops up on a computer. We might read them aloud so that. Ray enters them right, or he may just copy them off the machines. Do you remember that dip that you had six, oh, months, six months ago? There was a bit of a dip no, in the data? No, it was a bit longer than that. It was closer to a year ago. Um, a year ago you had a data dip? Yeah, that sucked, uh, honestly. That that really kind of sucked. Well, but what, what happened there? What do you think was the problem? No idea. Um, like... I guess it's it's possible that I did something wrong. I mean, that hmm. if there's, you know, one bad result. Yeah, maybe you just, you know. It's probably, or maybe it was someone else. Maybe the glassware just didn't get fully cleaned. Yeah, maybe you prepared Maybe I maybe got you an air badly into the, into the gas <sighs> chromatography tube. Exactly. Cool. Well, I'm assuming after that <sighs> dip, you were, you were very vigilant in your methods, made sure you weren't making any more mistakes. 
If it was your mistake to begin with, I'm not here I to mean, make accusations, Pete. Obviously, I felt terrible. And were you checking the data more thoroughly after that? Or well, that's not really... Not really your area, yeah, is it? Yeah, I mean, we've all got to be equally involved. How do you like these apples? And I show him the difference in the data. There used to be dip. There was, there, there, there's been dips, multiple dips. Pete, there's been multiple dips. This is... Someone's been double dipping. What? There's been dips for days. No. Pete, this is the data from this morning. No, from yesterday. Remember yesterday you went and you spoke to Caden about a possible error? Yeah. It, another, it looked like another dip, didn't it, Pete? Oh. He pointed out another dip, hadn't he? But and Caden told you everything was fine? Just Ray's mistake? This like, is the data from, and I'll show him the most recent one, from after your meeting with Caden. This is the data before you found that dip. He's been erasing the dips. <laughs> Stop saying dip. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. I. Wait, wait. I call this one hummus. I call this one tzatziki. No, stop it. This is serious. This one's French onion. Are you saying that this is that our results are fake? I wouldn't go so far as to say fake. I would say. Oh my god. I would say fraudulent. Oh my god. Um, they're going to take away my PhD. Well, they'll take away Caden's PhD. You didn't. Know. Oh, but I mean, we were a group together. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh god. Fraudulent. Should have picked a better professor. Um. I still don't know why someone would have killed him about this. Damn it. Pete, if you found out that Caden was dipping his dips, was undipping his dips. It makes everything invalid. Like everything. Would you be angry? Angry enough uh, to murder. This is a weird, tr- like, gotcha have, sort of question I don't have here. time for your... I don't know how to answer. Um, I'm sorry. I'm freaking out a bit here. Mm. You've just told me that my career has been a lie. Mm-hmm. Worthless. You don't want me. You huh? can just go get a. You can go back to school with me. Come join me back in kindergarten. We're learning about triangles today. I'm sorry. I I have to make a call to to Farmton. All right, you make that call, Pete. Oh man. Um. Follow him, Patrick. Okay. Hey. Do you think? Um. I told him that I thought something was wrong mm. and do you think that maybe he felt bad, felt like he was about to like, realize that whatever he'd been doing had come undone and he poisoned himself? Could be a suicide, I suppose. He'd been, he'd been exposed. As you're saying, your career's over, so would his. Uh. All of his stuff. All of his previous accomplishments thrown down the drain, questioned. All of his data ruled irrelevant. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's a suicide. Thanks, Pete. I forgot about suicide. No problem. <laughs> I always forget about suicide. That's why you always forget about suicide. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I need a minute and then I'm going to make this call. Yeah, of course. Thanks. I'm glad I got help, I guess. Don't worry about it. Is there any security footage? Of the lab? No. Yeah. Damn. Um, maybe it was suicide. His body is going to be found out. Figured he'd give the data over to his compatriots and see what they do. Couldn't face them knowing he'd ruined their careers. He's ruined four careers. I mean, I don't think Ray cares too much. 
I don't think. I don't know if Helena cares too much, really. She should just go do something else. But Pete and Alice, oh, it's pretty bad. Mm. I solved it. <laughs> I solved it. It's a suicide. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Oh, either you're right or you've made one murderer very happy. Either way, that's a win-win situation. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the listeners at home, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, that murder mystery. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the, the, there's inverted commas around murder mystery. Uh, it was really good. That was really well crafted, Danny. I, just, I, fa- I figured it out. No. Case closed. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Okay. You've definitely gathered a lot more than you did in the first. Oh yeah, part. first one. Phew, I was too sleepy. It's not getting anything. So what do I know? I haven't talked enough to Romano. I've written sociopath <laughs> with a crossed out question mark. I remember that. And needlessly flippant. Mm-hmm. Not friends. She was culturing bacteria at two p.m. and she's doing different research. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was broken glass at the cafe, mm. but I don't know what that means. Ooh. It wasn't much glass, was it? No. So it could have been like a glass test tube or pipette or something that they'd brought the poison with them. Poisoned his drink, dropped it, smashed it. Could be. Could be. Still don't know who's doing the poisoning. Who would do the poisoning? Helena has worked with him before. She knows that he does this stuff. And she knows he steals credit. mm I don't think there's enough reason to murder someone, stealing credit. Especially when lately, she, well, she says lately she, she was kind of going off that suspicion. Ray doesn't feel like he could murder anybody. Well, rather, he, he might, he, he could manslaughter someone by accident. <laughs> hmm. What am I missing? What's a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Inspector Simba. You can talk to Romano. Um, I'll go back and talk idea. to Romano again. Yes, yes, what is it? Please, I'm very busy. Hey, Deborah. I wasn't even going to try. Hey. Uh. Did you actually want something? Yes, I did. Okay, go for it, please, quickly. What would happen, mm-hmm. say, as mm-hmm. an example, this is a thought experiment. It's a uh-huh. thought experiment. Do you want yeah. me? If, uh, let's say, there was a distinguished professor researching plastic degradation. Thank you. And then it was found out that they have been fabricating all of their whoa, whoa. data. Are you kidding? And covering up dips. I've never done that. What are you saying? It's a thought experiment. All right. Fine. What, happen? what do you think would happen? Oh, well, their career would be over. Completely. That's why they would never do it. That's what about stupid. Their, what about their research assistants? What do you mean? What would happen to their careers? I mean, did they go along with it? Uh, let's say they say no, but there's no way to prove it. Oh, well, it depends on how big a deal it was, I guess. Let's say there were multiple dips and they got covered up. No, I'm not saying like how big a deal that was. I'm saying like... Say they're about to get a big old grant after five years of research on an existing grant that has just come to a close recently. Interesting. And also the professor's dead. (laughs) As a thought experiment. This is purely a thought experiment, Ray. I see what you're going with. It's got it, Ray. Well, were any money actually going to go to them, they could kiss that goodbye. They would definitely be seen with a lot of suspicion, given how close the group hypothetically is. 
it would be very hard to prove that they didn't know about it. And even if so, that they weren't smart enough to see what was going on or notice what was happening. Mm. I would say that, well, obviously the last few years of their career lives would be forfeit. I would think it would be very difficult for them to have credibility for the rest of their scientific lives. I'm forfeit. Four foot one. I'm a big boy. Well, then you probably should have said that the first time instead of four foot. Well, I was being, I was getting to different levels of, of Nobody does that. I'm four foot Shh. one and. I don't care for children. Oh, I'll be, I'll be outside. Of course, it wouldn't be the first time that someone had fabricated things. The real question is being found out. I've. You've fabricated anything? Of course not. Have you? I don't I don't even know how to quite describe the voice you're putting on, but it's certainly not interrogative. But no, of course not. That's a stupid thing to do. Mm, but if you're saying that, well, if I had to believe anyone was stupid enough to do it, Caden Fletcher makes perfect sense. And hmm, this makes sense now. Why? Ooh, I'm jumping in. Wacha! What do you um, mean? What makes sense? Explain yourself. There's been a rumor that Frank Hargrave, the the of the Hargrave Grant. Oh, that's right, Hargrave. I knew that. That's in my notes already. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. There's a rumor that he made a call and wanted all of Fletcher's grant money transferred to me for next year. When did that call get made? Oh. uh... Couldn't tell you. Not long ago, I guess. Last few days? A couple of weeks ago, I think I started hearing about it. And you think that was based on poor results that were coming in, or...? Well, or if a... someone found out that he'd been lying, then fair enough. I'm surprised that they were going to let him down that gently. Maybe they were going to humiliate the whole lot of them at the presentation. Maybe. Just let them give it, and then someone stands up from the crowd. It wouldn't be a big crowd. This would be totally stupid, but... Oh, the way it's going in my head, it's a whole auditorium full of... Nobel Prize winners. Huh. And one of them goes, hold everything. And then starts their own PowerPoint presentation of the lies. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yes, it would. But I guess that's not happened. I wouldn't exactly say that Fletcher took the easy way out, but... No. I w would you think, therefore, that maybe it was suicide? Maybe he didn't want to get caught out? Didn't want to be disgraced? Hmm. I... In your estimation I mean, of Fletcher. I, oh, well, no. From a logical perspective, I guess I can see someone doing that. But Him? not Fletcher? Not so much. He was a I'd, man of your all spirit. He I'd never be do such surprised a if, honestly, he was one of those uh, stupidly optimistic people who doesn't look at the bad side of things no matter what and doesn't properly identify risks. I find it very hard to believe that even if he was told point blank, you are going to be exposed as a fraud... That he would take that seriously. Interesting. Why would you murder someone for fabricating this data? What does the murder achieve? If he was going to get exposed, murdering him doesn't make him more likely to be exposed. No, I mean, now the presentation's never happening. Maybe it's the opposite. Someone... Now he's not going to get exposed. I suppose. Maybe one of the, maybe one of the students murdered him to protect their own reputation. If he dies, ideally... The whole thing just goes under, it's a tragic end and they can continue their career. And I get my money regardless. 
Yeah, you probably didn't kill him. Exactly. You probably didn't kill him. You don't have anything to gain. <laughs> I'm glad you see it that way. And you're weak. You couldn't do it. You don't have the sp- you don't have the guts to murder. Dude, I know so much about poisons that I could feed you a glass of water and you would die. I don't think you know what water Come is. Come on, bring it. Bring uh, it. All right, poison me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm not falling into that trap again. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> Welcome to my office. Oh, it's me, Caden. You couldn't poison me if you tried. <laughs> I'll just surreptitiously leave this water here on my table and turn around to view this lovely bookshelf. <laughs> now, whoever did it, clearly not as good as me because they used hot dogs or milkshakes or whatever. Mm. Not water. Okay, new theory. Amateurs. New theory. Uh, Patrick. Yes. Let's work this new theory out. <laughs> Here's my current thought. I think that makes sense. That's a good motive, right? Murdering to stop the whole thing coming out. If this call had happened and we thought that maybe that there was this idea that it's going to come out at the lecture, mm-hmm. then yes, if he dies now, that secret doesn't get exposed. No one's going to bother to expose a dead man. That's, that's let true. things move that's on. That's very frowned upon. <laughs> they'll, they'll let it move on. And one of these four people's career gets saved. Obviously, look, I still don't think Ray cares about his career, uh, nor do I really think that Helena cares. I'm back on the Alice train, but she did seem very shocked when I found when we found out. She may just be a good actress, but um, she seemed quite shocked, whereas Helena seemed less shocked. That seemed to make she sense to her. She said that it fit to his personality. But why would you admit to that? If you, if you knew that, that he was killed because of this... Feels like admitting Depends that you probably knew. Depends on how knew. much you trust Danny's whiting. <sighs> I think one of them did it. I think it was either Helena or Alice. I don't think Pete knew. Alice had the data. She probably, if everyone's going to find out, it was her. Mm-hmm. And she was dating him. Mm-hmm. She definitely knew. He was going distant. And then she killed him. So I think that's the motive. I think the motive puts it on either Helena or Alice. Okay. Opportunity. They both had the opportunity to poison one of those rounds of chocolate, frost, chocolate, chocolate, chocolates, <laughs> right? Banana. They knew that he, which one he would have, so they like could come in, like knew what he'd order. They could just poison this drink. Mm-hmm. I think that glass shards from a test. I think they've brought poison from the lab. Romano, Romano. Yeah. Is there any poison missing from your lab? Something you could slip into, say, a milkshake. Dude, I don't deal with poison poison. Okay, I know, but is there anything that you could poison somebody with that is missing from your lab currently? You must keep very good track of the levels of each of your... I mean, of course, I keep very solid records of that sort Does of thing. Does anything not match the records? No, of Did course. Did anybody borrow any of these chemicals from you? Did you no, get across the hall? No, that doesn't... Oh, God, no, I wouldn't lend them a thing. No, everything with me is in tip-top shape. Okay. I can't remember what the outcome was when I said the same question to the people in this lab. It was all good. It's all good. So where did the poison come from? Unless it was just Helena's... Hey, you know a lot about poisons, don't you, Romana? Absolutely. I show her Helena's mm-hmm. uh, painkillers. Okay. There's, yes. Is there any way you could get enough of these into a milkshake to kill someone? Uh, it would be pretty noticeable. They don't exactly just dissolve. They're like tablets. If you'd pre-ground like... them up and maybe pre-dissolve Aww. them in a test tube that you brought with you from the lab. Yeah, Totally. That's the method. Grind them up, put them in a tube, put it in the stuff. Then you crush it on the ground and then you walk away. You're an interesting detective. Yeah, that's why there's a whole show about me. I think I'm attracted to you. 
Is this is that the dynamic of this of this <laughs> podcast? I get to You're I get the to James Riker Bond. it up. I get to bond it up. I get to Okay. I turn my notebook to her and I and I just I just uh gravely point at the word sociopath mm-hmm. and I shake my head and then I walk out. Dude. <laughs> okay. I think that's a method. And now we just have to figure out which one of them did it. So you have motive, motive. you have method. I have method. You just need means. Well, they both had the opportunity. They both got a round of these of these shakes. But hold on, mm. hold on. Helena got the first round. Mm-hmm. How long does it take to go through milkshakes? He may have been risking him. You don't want him to die. You want him to go back to his office and die. Uh, potentially. Just, you can go back and you can check that camera footage again. I go back and check the camera footage again. Uh, now that I know the method, now that I know, I think it was a test tube that I'm looking for that gets pulled out carefully and and flummoxed in. Do did did any of them have test tubes on them in the... Do I see like bulges in the pockets or something that implies they could have a little test tube full of a dissolved liquid on their person in the footage? You can't see details to that extent, so you just look in. Ooh. Do both rounds have all of the same milkshakes? Yes. Damn. <laughs> I could figure out who had the banana milkshake. Oh, yeah, that was um, that was him both times. They, exactly, but there was a banana milkshake both times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you watch the camera footage again. You see Helena walk in, order the milkshakes, wait for a bit, and then gather all five of them up in her arms and sort of totter out. How does how does Alice take them out? Exactly the same way. All in her arms? Yeah, it looks very difficult. Maybe they couldn't have put the poison in. Or at least not when they grabbed them. If it was on a tray, like like they could like... And they don't put... They, I can't see them put anything into it before they gather them up. No. Guy in the kitchen isn't like twirling his moustache evilly. No. There appears to be no kitchen tampering. So they couldn't have put the poison in when they got them. So it doesn't actually matter that they're the ones who ordered them. Because... But I can't see... I don't see them bring it to the table, do I? No. So it could have stopped on the way almost. Possibly. But also any of them could have done it at the table. And I have no... I don't have any... There are definitely... What am I missing here? What, what should I be looking Keep for? Keep watching the footage and ask other questions about the footage. Okay, okay. How do they look? What are their faces like? Is one of them like... No. How does Helena look pain-wise? Back hurts? Oh, that's, it's very hard to tell. <laughs> for a camera footage, would... you're trying to read the subtle lines on her forehead. Yeah. Or does she go like, <laughs> reach down to grab all five and then be like, ah, my back, it hurts me, and then pick them up again. No, I mean, she's not, she's not walking particularly fast, but that might just be the cumbersomeness of five big milkshakes. Yeah, so it takes about 20 minutes, so quite a few customers and things in between. There's a lot of bustle going on and then Alice comes in to get her second round which appears identical to the first. What am I missing here? What am I missing with this footage? Patrick, what am I missing? Oh no, did you just hear anything different? Did I hear anything different? In, in, in what the narrator was saying? Damn it, no I didn't. What did narrator? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me one more time what I see. All right, so you saw Helena's thing where she went in, got the milkshakes, yep. all five of them, okay. uh, difficult to carry. Mm-hmm. And then it took maybe 20 minutes or so. Yep. So lots of other customers, lots of other bustle going on. Lots of other customers inside. and bustle. Do I recognize any of those customers and bustle? 
Um, I mean, most of it's Romano? just... No, just Hargrove? miscellaneous stuff. Lots of customers coming in, mostly getting drinks, as you found out, because the food's pretty expensive. Maybe yeah. like one, two people getting food. Um, someone coming out from the back with a mop and then going Ooh. back in. What That's do they mop something. up? I don't know. You can't see that. They've gone outside. They've gone outside? Well, they went to the terrace. Makes sense. Yeah. Is that where I found... Did they go to where... Roughly where I... Where did I find that was the... The, the glass broken was glass was on the terrace, much, wasn't it? It was on the terrace pretty much right at the entrance. Maybe that's what they needed to mop up. That's a weird thing to mop up. Yeah, that is a weird thing. And it wasn't mopped up, so. Mm, true. Unless he spilled his banana milkshake and then they poisoned him again and it was, <laughs> they were a team. Okay, so continue on. So someone goes out with a mop. And then after a couple of minutes, they come back in. And then a few minutes later, not a few minutes later, quite a few minutes later, like 15 minutes after that. 20 minutes after yeah. that. In fact, that mopping thing happens pretty soon after Helena gets the first round. She must spill them. If she spilled the drink... Helena! Yeah. Milkshakes. Okay. You got some milkshakes for everybody. Yes. Did you spill the those milkshakes? They seemed hard to carry. And your back uh, hurts. I mean, it, it didn't. Like, that's... I spilled a bit of my own when I was walking. That was the one that I stopped carrying. I spilled one of the chocolates and Alice and I both get chocolate. So, oops, it was mine. But I didn't spill a crazy amount of it. So I just told one of the waiters and I guess they cleaned it up. But I didn't ask for more. It was my fault. Why did you spill it? Just couldn't carry more? Yeah. I've, like I'm not a very big person. That was a lot of milkshakes. They're pretty big. This feels like it must be important, but it doesn't seem important. <laughs> you didn't spill the banana milkshake? No, definitely not. It was absolutely mine that I spilled. Hmm. Why did you spill it? Look, I don't like to talk bad about Cafe Conley, but they're just kind of unwieldy with their milkshake things. It's a design flaw. Uh, I mean, sure, it's a little bit my fault because I'm small, but what do they expect everyone to come in with? Schwarzenegger arms to carry out a group of milkshakes. It's crazy. Mm. They don't even give a tray or anything. Anything happen on the... F- I'm jumping back to the footage. Anything happen on the footage after Alice gets the drinks? She takes them out again. She has trouble with them, but doesn't apparently spill them. Yes. That's what you see. Is the spill just an opportunity to put the poison in while everyone's distracted by the spill and the waiter? I think it's more interesting... But Alice didn't spill them, if it's such a design flaw. Maybe she's just not an incompetent. But she's also pretty small. Hey, Alice. Mm-hmm. You brought you brought some 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 some. You brought some milkshakes for everybody. Um. Yeah. Do you do that often? You usually buy the milkshakes. Oh, we like to share around the prices, but the guys bought the hot dogs, so. It must be hard carrying all those milkshakes. Well, yeah, definitely is. It's ridiculous, the size of things. They really need trays. But, you know, if you're carrying them all on your own, that's... Did you carry them all on your own? I, like, until I got outside, yeah, and then Pete came up to help me. Pete came up, did he? Yeah. Took some milkshakes out of your hands to stop... To avoid the spill, because Helen had spilled it earlier. Yeah, Helen spilled it, so duh, it was only the right thing to do. Do I probably should have brought someone inside with me, but I didn't think about it. So I'm assuming he took the ones for the guys and you kept the chocolate milkshakes? Um, oh, that's stretching my memory a bit. He just would have taken whatever was on the outside. It, it's possible. I can't remember. 
Interesting. Can I look at how she picked up those things to see what was closest to her chest and what was on the outside? It's a little bit hard to tell, but it looks like darker ones are towards her, are closer into her chest. Oh, okay. Interesting. So maybe Pete had an opportunity. Maybe Pete had, And maybe he knew. He did find out. Maybe his discussion with Caden was to was truthful. Maybe Caden told him to keep his mouth shut. He's the one who found who, who found it with with Ray. He found the, the dip. He brought it to Caden. Maybe he accused Caden. Maybe he just pointed out, look, there's lots of dips. And then Caden said, don't worry about it, I'll cover it up. And he realised it was going to be his career down the drain. And he had a panic. And he came up with a plan. He has access to the experimenting stuff. Experimenting stuff? <laughs> the experimental stuff, right? He has access to the tubes and the... Like, that's his domain. And that's what I think the method was. Maybe it was Pete. And now that I've now that he's had access to the to the milkshakes, he had the opportunity. He has the motive, he has the means, he has all the opportunity, both from, from, from the whole start. He knows how to get the painkillers, everybody does. He knows how to get all the glassware and all that stuff. He's also the one I'm trusting to say that there's no poison missing and there's no glassware missing. Right? He he does he keep the inventory? Does he do, do the stock? Uh sometimes, probably. If I checked, is there a way to check, like, is, is there a tube missing? Let's say, oh. Like, a, like a test tube oh, or a piece of man. glassware? That'd be hard. That's going to be ridiculous. Be you incredible, know how often hard. test yeah. tubes break. So very easy to, to hide that. And then he just drops the glass, st- smashes under his foot, and leaves. Leaves the cannoli. <laughs> Maybe it was Pete. That seems right. Who's he calling? In Farmton. I don't know, his mum. Oh, can I go to the phone he used to call Farmton and do a redial to see who he called? <laughs> he was, I don't know. <laughs> he, let's say he hadn't gotten to making a call yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that enough to accuse Pete? It all fits together. Do I just do the old accuse him and see if he breaks down? I'm I, gonna, should I just denimont it and see what happens? I would <laughs> call Inspector Simba and have a conversation with him. To see if he asks you any questions that you can or can't answer. Beep, boop, 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 beep. Simba. Wait, what was his voice? Yeah, that was right. Simba here. Yeah, that was good. Was it? Yeah. Okay, it's, uh, yeah, Inspector Simba here. Simba here. What's the word? Well, Pete. Pete did it. Hang up. Wait, wait a second. (laughs) Who is this? I just got the strangest call. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Pete? <laughs> uh, I call him back. Beep, 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 boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. Uh, yes. Wait a second. Is this that same caller from before? I passed the phone down. <laughs> no, it's me, Patrick Copas. Oh, oh. No, Patrick, beep, beep, the most beep. unqualified member of our team. Mm-hmm. Please put your boss on. Okay, don't you say Pete did it? And then he hangs up. Oh, no. <laughs> Why you? <laughs> I call it back one more time. Oh. So Simba, I, I think I have an idea of what may have happened. It turns out mm-hmm. that Caden Fletcher has been doctoring his results to make himself appear good to the grant board. Oh, I see. In, in science terms, this is very serious. It could end the careers. If it was exposed, it would end the careers of all of these young students. All right. Well, that seems like a motive why one of his students might want him dead if yes. he'd ruined their careers. And, and it came out that if... We had they'd done the presentation today, 
it would have been exposed. Rumours gone round that that was what was going on behind the scenes. Oh, if one of them knew right. this, if they didn't stop him from delivering this speech, then he would, their careers would be over. He would get exposed. Goodness. No one's going to expose the dead man. Well, that makes sense as why this murder happened today then, I suppose. Someone needed to seize the moment. Now, I would maintain that there's a good chance that any of them could have known about this dip. Ray does the data entry. Mm-hmm. He could have known about the, the, the dips. Sure. Alice does the statistical analysis. I'm sure she could figure out the dips there. Though she did seem earnestly shocked when I pointed out the whole, the, that there were dips being covered up. Where were these covered up dips? How did the team not notice them? Well, usually the data goes, Ray inputs the data. He's an idiot. Uh, so he doesn't notice that there's dips. Caden gets the data and then he gives it to Alice first, the analysis. So if he needs to doctor it, he can doctor it. But did, but they, did they not have data to make... The things happen. True, I suppose they get da- data off uh, from the experimental stuff. Pete usually, uh, Unless Ray usually they have different ro- amounts of information. For hmm. instance, on a universal serial bus, did Caden have one that had different stuff on it? Yeah, well, yes, he, he had oh. a, he had different information on his, so I he was see. keeping that real data, the raw data, and giving everybody else his tailored data. All right, data. I understand. So now, that makes it sound like they would have to find the data. Rather yes. than have access now, to Ray it all the Now, Ray pointed out there was an error in one of these entries. He mm-hmm. would have remembered typing in 420. Oh, Blazing. so you're saying he typed something else, but Caden changed it to When he looked at the data, he saw that it was a 420. And then Ray saw that in the adjustment. And he brought it up. Pete, mm. Pete, now here's where, here's where things get interesting. Mm-hmm. Pete brought that up with Caden. Okay. He, had, he freaked out, he brought it up with Caden, and then left with Caden saying everything's fine now. That happened pretty much the same time as Caden changing even more data. So I think maybe Pete found out then what Caden was doing. Wouldn't it be a bit late to change more data? They wouldn't even be using raw data. Yeah, I don't know why that was was happening yesterday. Do you actually know that things were changed? Well, yeah, because he updated the data to get rid of these dips. Uh, Updated or opened? Oh, maybe it was just opened to look at. And then he up and then he updated it. I don't know, but either way, they saw the data. What what time was, what well, was it opened? I don't know. Yesterday, mm. in the morning, maybe around the time. That oh, that's Pete not out. very specific. <laughs> um, but yes, it was yesterday. It was yesterday afternoon, and yeah, maybe. Oh, it, that's more specific, is it? <laughs> yesterday afternoon. Perhaps a couple of minutes after they have suggested that Pete went into the office to have a freak out. Mm. And a few minutes before Caden came back into the office after his walk with Alice. Mm. Yeah, right. So Pete had an opportunity to find out what was going on. So it wasn't Caden who was opening his stuff. Right. Pete was in the office. So Pete opened it. He had a look. He saw what I've seen. He saw the dips. Now he knew what was going on. And he... Or Caden, we're not quite sure, suggested one more day, one meeting they didn't necessarily need before the. because he needed time mm. to kill Caden. Mm. I've already talked with the poisons expert who will be willing to testify in court that a diluted sample of uh, Helena's medication could kill a man if whoa, put whoa, into a. Helena's medication? Helena has pain medication. She lets anybody take it, she doesn't keep track of it. Oh, that's so, quite foolish. So any of them could easily have gotten access to it. It could have killed him, the man if it was put into his drink. Now, here's the kicker. On the day of the murder, today, mm-hmm. when Alice got drinks, 
Pete took Caden's drink from her and delivered it to Caden. In that time, he could have easily poured a diluted sample of the of the poison into his drink and thrown the test tube on the ground. There are glass shards at the terrace where he dropped the the, the test tube, small little bits of glass, and that's how he did it. Pete did it. I think it's Pete. I want to accuse Pete. But it didn't. The poison didn't take effect immediately. No, it's based on how much you've had already. Oh, they had hot dogs. They had hot dogs and uh, and oh, milkshake. I, I have just one more question. One more thing. You said that there was a test tube with diluted poison in it. That's what I think. Yes. Where's the cork? What a strange but interesting question. Where is the cork? Hmm. If I find the cork, I find the killer. I grab the people, I check their pockets for corks. No one has a cork in their pocket. What was Pete doing when I first came in? He was washing test tubes. Well, there you go. <laughs> Pete washed it away. You didn't think that it was strange. <laughs> I'd forgotten. That I right test before. Tubes written right here above his name. It says test tubes right here. Right before a big presentation when they Why haven't they, done they any haven't experimenting. Done Why is he washing test tubes? Because they had a poison in it. That's it. Pete, call the police. I am calling the police. I'm on the phone with the police. Bring you guys in now and arrest Pete. Congratulations. I did you it. did the it. The test tubes. What does Pete say when he's arrested? Yes, well, my career was going to die anyway. And you would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for us meddling kids. Mm-hmm. Quiet, Patrick. There's actually an interesting little side thing that didn't turn out to matter. Don't tell me yet. Found out. First, I need to say, yes, mm-hmm. I did it. I solved the murder. It was Pete. Oh, bloody Pete. Bloody Pete. He's always the villain. <laughs> so now I'm sitting, I'm, sitting on the, I'm sitting in my lounge room, mm-hmm. feet up. Got a brandy, and 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 Inspector Simba's there with me, mm. and uh, and we're all sitting, and and you know, Patrick's off at school. <laughs> this is very weird. Uh, and Simba says, "There's actually one thing. There's, there's we actually, actually we one actually thing found that we didn't find. Just, yeah, just one little note. one little interesting mm. tidbit that we didn't encounter. Uh, you remember, apparently, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Bianca Romano heard rumor about." Frank Hargrave calling the grant committee to, about what to do with his money mm. and saying, don't give it to that guy, give it to her instead. Uh, Frank Hargrave claims to have never made such a call. But the call that we did find back in the call log a couple of weeks back to the grant committee was indeed Fletcher's phone. He tried a couple of weeks ago to tell them to let them down gently after the presentation. He Interesting. was... Tr- so it feels like almost like he had a guilty conscience. And then that matches with everyone else saying that he feels distant. And I will say, apparently there is one dip that he let slip last year. Dip, the dip slip? <laughs> <laughs> that was very shortly after he started dating Alice. And she, according to all reports, is a very nice, very honest, unassuming person. She Perhaps him to she come had clean. a good. Well, I don't. I believe her when she says she doesn't know about it. But I believe that she was being a good influence, and he tried to change his behavior. But then they had their blip, and all of the team was so upset that he couldn't do it, and he chickened out. So he was trying to take the easy way out by making it seem like not their fault. Caden Fletcher, poor man. 
sort of ish awesome okay cool that was fun uh, so that was a long one uh even even after the 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 editing down for time uh I'm, that was very cool. Now, yeah, so I don't know if I could write. I mean, it didn't take a crazy amount of time to write, but doing one every fortnight would no, probably well, be a the lot. Thing. No, so I, in my head, and I think this is a. Let's just talk candidly with our audience right now. Not candidly. Let's just talk about this. Okay. Let's let's break this down. I'm scared, but sure. In my head, I always thought it would be really nice for these to have much shorter episodes. Not much shorter. You know, th- half an hour episodes instead mm-hmm. of an hour as a general podcast length. Okay. And to break it up into parts. To break a mystery oh, I up. I see. So like four you know, or five episodes. Yeah, for this we have one. we have you know. This, so if this is two hours of content in the end, that's four episodes of part one, part two. You know, of of just like breaking it up yeah, and, that's and fair letting enough. it because they, they they do take a long time to to work through and think up and, and organize. They're, they're they're I think they're both simpler and more complicated than an escape oh, yeah. room. But I think they're interesting to listen to for a while because it lets people do what I've done, which mm, is take I a moment to, the to first sit back one. and think. I thought about it overnight. I enjoyed thinking about it overnight. I enjoyed thinking about it during the day and coming back with new theories, new avenues to explore. And I think that's a fun way to listen as well. And I think in the I future, would definitely be into that. we should keep that in mind that every half hour, ideally, we want them to be kind of getting to some ide- yes. some point of a new thing has happened because that's a good so way that, to end an episode. That could be a thing that I could take into consideration when writing them, trying to come up with like three or four beats. Yeah, exactly. And I think, and if they're like half hour beats in which things mm. move forward, I think that's a nice way to structure it. And I think this proves that we weren't sure how long this would take. Mm-hmm. And but this one, it does take a while. Um, I don't think I would have pegged onto that really quickly. And if I had, then we can make them shorter. We don't need mm. to have each one be, maybe some of them are only one part. Maybe some yeah. of them are seven parts, you know? Um, I think it's a really fun dynamic. Look, if you've listened to the end and you enjoyed it, like uh, tell us. Tell we, we we are really really interested to know if you enjoy it. If you would be interested in having it, like, just as a second show, coming out, you know, weekly or fortnightly, depending on. I mean, if we break them into parts. Weekly is not hard to do at all. Mm. We've just got a month of content right now. <laughs> That's true. That's um, good. That's good to know. You know, if it takes even longer, a single session might get us two mm. months of content. Right. So we're never going to have a weekend again. Never. But. I just think it's. I th- I really enjoy it. It's, it's so similar but so different to mm. doing escape rooms, uh, and it opens it up to a different audience, right? Like we yeah, we we, for we sure. take our 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 ideas and our our sort of style, and instead of being in this escape room niche, we sort of branch that out into people who are into true crime and audio drama and all this other stuff that is crime based gets it. And murder people just like murder mysteries. Yeah, and no, they can apparently join in. everyone who podcasts likes murder mysteries. Exactly. Um, I also like that it's something we just get to do together. I get to be the detective. You get to be the yeah. And because like, it's not guest based, we don't need guests in every time. And it's so it's, it makes it easy to do as a second show. We needed guests every Definitely. time. We could not do a second show. But maybe at some point, people would like to, other people could come in. Whoa. Let's cross that bridge when we get to but it because exactly. that's gonna... as a special guest event, not as a regular. Yeah, thing. please. So you know. If if some cool celebrity wants to <laughs> wants to do a murder mystery, they can come to Angela murder Lansbury. <laughs> exactly, you know. Um, so the things if if you're listening to this, there is a few things we would love to hear from you. Uh, whatever that hashtag was, I said at the start, use that hashtag. <laughs> I'll go back and listen to escape what it is. This mur- murder maybe an escape or this murder. If you do hashtag escape this murder, I would love to hear. A better name than Simba. Hey. Unless you're warming to Inspector Simba. I don't like Inspector Simba. It's a stupid name. Whatever. (laughs) 
I guess he can be fired. You can name our inspector. And look, if you have any names, tweet tweet names at us as suggestions for characters. Because we've got Pete and Ray and Helena and Alice. We can definitely name them based on... I don't want to do it like patrons because we have so many more characters that would be named. If you want to tweet at us, suggest a name or we'll use your own name. We will use your name for characters. I would love to hear if you enjoyed it, if you would listen to it. I would love to hear specifically from Patrick Copus. <laughs> Because I've turned your character into what may be a recurring sidekick and it's weird. I had a lot of fun doing it. It's a stupid voice. Uh, but if that's too weird for you, please tell me. <laughs> uh, if you want us to rename him. But he's Patrick Copus. <laughs> um, anything else? Do we need any other feedback, do you think? Oh, no. And if you have negative feedback, don't leave that. I don't want that. Nah, negative Not feedback. Not interested. But look. And look, this can only, this will happen if you. I'm just saying again, if you join the Patreon. This is the blackmail part. Well, not the blackmail part, but like the extortion part. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, look, our audience does have the right now. Our audience technically has the capacity to just completely support us, which would be insane. It would allow us. It would allow us to just do this full time. But obviously, that's well. It may not be in the future if they all decide to join up for the Patreon. Yeah, but let's, mean, just say, let's say it's way in the future. Considering podcasts generally say that for Patreon, no, what you can say 100%, expect, hundred percent, not is, one. A very small percent. Yeah, like 1%. But, yeah, 1% to 5%, I think. But look. So the idea of expecting 100% of people to give is crazy. extraordinary. If you, do, if you do something, look, we, we are currently sitting a, a bit above $300 a month US. If we hit 500 that's the that's the point where we'll try and start making this a real thing. So if you enjoy it and you're not signed up for the patron, Patreon and you really want to sh- say that it's something that you would listen to, we would love it if you came and supported us. Support at any level gets you... The, uh, your name can appear in an episode of Escape This Podcast. Um, Five dollar donors get bonus episodes. You get access to all of the playtests. You get access to the the whodunits that were not just written by exactly. me that actually came from we existing the, the, the sensible stories. Agatha Christie whodunits, effectively, that we're going to be doing for a while, uh, which are great fun. Uh, you, I'm sure there'll be other bonus audio as well coming out whenever we think of interesting stuff to do. We mm. we love doing that. There might be RPG stuff or, or other. You, you have no, no idea, right? Anything could be possible. Um, $10 donors. At the moment, we have badges. We have a new badge that just came in. It looks amazing. It is our season two badge. Uh, and it's a Peter's Point security badge with a little bill as a security officer on the front. It is, a, it is such a good badge. They are currently in the process of being shipped out right now. Um, <clears throat> we will do one of those for every season of Escape This Podcast. We're building our way back up to, to catch up. We already have plans for a season three and a Descent of Culloden's badge. Um, and then we'll have whatever pops up in season five. We'll see what what, mm-hmm. what is a fun, engaging moment from season five. Um, but there's more I want to do. If there's something, if you're listening to this and you are a $10 donor or you have an idea, I'd also love to hear from you about what else you could expect. There's, I've had all these little things. I'd love to give more to donors at that level. Um because I just think it's such a lovely thing that people are donating at that, donating at that level. And there's there's a level above that as well. There's a $50 donor. We've had one $50 donor before. Absolutely lovely. Wonderful. That was a great fun time. And it was really fun. We went we went and met up with them in person. We ran a room for them before it appeared on the show. Was that a room that we ended up using? Yes. Which room was that? That was the sagebrush and shootouts. Oh, it one. was. Then they had a lot of fun with that. It was great. <laughs> so, uh, that, look, we would just love. This, this is our before the next season starts call for support. Um, because it means a huge amount to us and it really changes how much we can justify focusing in on this podcasting endeavor, right? We, we do it in our, the time that we have, but the more it's bringing in, the more time we can allot to it and not 
starve. Um, <laughs> and we would love to. We would. I mean, if we could do this with all of our time, we could create something just amazing. But <laughs> think a lot of yourself there. I think a lot of you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. I think it's an interesting new place that we could go. And to be clear, it will not affect the bonus episodes that come out for Murder Mysteries. It will not affect the main show, Escape This Podcast. It will just be a second show. I have no idea how it's going to affect Patreon layout. Will they both be the same? Will, we, will our Patreon, Patreon thing change to like Escape This Network? I have no idea. But it will be a dynasty. <laughs> escape This Dynasty. <laughs> escape This Conglomerate. Uh, but maybe it'll just be this. That'll be sad. But I don't think so because our audience keeps donating and keeps growing. And it means a huge amount to us every single time that they do. So I trust that this is going to happen. This is going to happen. But hopefully it happens quickly because I want to do more. All right. I think we're done. Let's leave it there for Next now. Next week. Back to regular episodes. We're back to season five we standalone. We you to your usual, regular, your regularly scheduled programming. Yes, that's it. 